Hey gang, Hydroberg here, cut above horror review. Tonight we have Nate from Giving Back My Action and Horror Movies on to cover 2016's The Wailing. It's an emotional good time on episode 132 of a cut above horror review, and it's starting now. Good evening and welcome to A Cut Above Horror Review, a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host Jacqueline and tonight we'll be discussing The Wailing from 2016. But first, let's meet everyone else on the show. First up, a hearty welcome back to Nate, our good friend Nate from Give Me Back My Action and Horror Movies. How you doing, Nate? Well, hi, everyone. Now, down to business. Why did it take so long to get me invited back when those jerks, Stephen and Leo over at Spoils and Horror are on like every other week? But no, Nate has to wait like six months to get on the waiting list. Explain yourself. First of all, I will explain. First <laughs> of all, the I would like the record to show that I have been pushing for your return every week. And all right, I believe that. Saying and I... No. Yeah, what's up, oh, John Hydroberg? Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, we totally like reserved this film and everything for you. You did. I was like, yeah, you're not allowed to do this movie without me. When when you came on for Planet Terror, I think uh, you mentioned. Which was not six months ago. Yeah. It was August. Oh, wait, was it? Oh, wait. Yeah. It no, August. it was July. Yeah. Oh, oh, shoot. Wait. Oh, oh was it July? Whatever. See, that's six like, this is the problem with podcasting. Like Time flies and I don't like it. That is true. It does fly. So that's all I have to say about that <laughs> hi nate seriously glad to have you on excited hi to thank you on this movie um really excited and we also have our dear john how are you john dear john dear john i'd like to be called john dear john like to be called john dear i should john. be wearing green wait did yeah. john die john, can i ride you like a tractor so funny to me <laughs> <laughs> okay, Riding John Deere. Hello, John yeah. Deere. Hello, Jacqueline. Hello, Hydroberg. Nate, so glad to have you back, buddy. Uh, buddy. I've been enjoying uh, every single episode that you guys put out. Um, Terminator 2. Yeah, bro. My goodness. I was surprised yeah, we finally had good. covered it already. Uh, we, we were afraid we weren't going to be good enough to cover it every time. Oh, come on. No. Yeah. Give me back my action and horror. Dude, yeah, it... But... it it was such a good episode. It made me want to watch it again. <laughs> and I'm like, I should. I absolutely. Yeah. I put on the soundtrack as soon as the movie was over. Yeah. I was like, oh, this hits hard. Mm. Mm -hmm. You have good taste in music, Nate. I, you do, too, from what I understand. <laughs> it's because we all like, we like all the same stuff. <laughs> I've seen the playlist. I'm like, oh, wait, I've seen some of these bands live. These are all great. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's awesome to have you on, man. Uh, yeah, I, I do love the show. Give me back my action horror moves. And uh, a little plug to Pete is um, um, good beer, good bad beer movie night. I, I, I do enjoy that quite a bit. So it, it's a, a good great premise, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, is. it is. Yeah. yeah. And last but not least, we have our dear Hydraberg. Dear Hydraberg. That's like a penthouse letter, I think. Dear Hydraberg. No, that's anyway. like a. That's like a I'm leaving you letter. Oh, no. <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? No. You didn't you know. No, you know exactly me, right? what you did. It you was your inflection. You your inflection of your voice, dear Hydroberg. Dear Hydroberg. I'm sorry. It's not. I don't know. I just me. I called John dear. And so I didn't want to not call you dear. OK. I felt that uh, I wanted to be equanim equanimous. Or what's that word? <laughs> I talk good. 
Yeah. You say a word, I believe it's a real word, Jacqueline. Okay, yeah, equanimous. Yeah. Big that brain. Is okay, what I go. was trying to be. Um, Dear Hydroberg, yep, and that's what I'm I was. blaming you for, John Deere. Dear Nate, thanks for coming on this episode of a cut. <laughs> Let's above. run away together and start a podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, like, let me give let me give my plug of Cinemigos, uh Hydroberg's other podcast, because again, it's another movie I want to go back and revisit, The Watchmen. Excellent episode. I'm excited Thank to listen you. to that episode. I, I hope need you to. have. Did you guys to, uh, so watch fun. the movie? Did you do the director's cut or the? We did the director's cut, yeah. But we mentioned did. a yeah, lot of other did. things too from the ultimate gotcha. cut, and we mentioned stuff from the just regular cut. Did you watch the show on HBO when it came out? I did. We mentioned oh. that a little bit. I think oh. yeah. Me and John had seen it. We mentioned so the Blue good. Dong for sure. From the oh, movie. you cannot forget the Blue Dong. Yeah. Jacqueline Manhattan, come on. Moving around. She doesn't understand. So. I have no idea. Dong, Jacqueline, have you ever seen The Watchmen? No. Otherwise, I think I that's a like movie you would like, and I know it's like superhero, yeah. but trust me, it's like. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you say that, then I believe it. It for sure. deals with like, like, I what trust it, your... like the weight of being that and what it means and like lineage in this How kind of society world. would society revolt turns against. against you. Yeah. It's like an yeah. alternate 80s, too, where Nixon's like president like four times over. Which would be really shitty. Let's not do that. Let's just like yeah. make sure that doesn't happen. That's also yeah, that very Futurama so on like than, Vietnam. Yeah. Right away. Where we've descended to. It's, it's very post-apocalyptic. I like that. <laughs> I like that. All right, so, Hydroberg. I truly, I value your opinion and I trust your judgment. So if you think I like enough, it, so I would. I don't know when you'd find the time, but I recommend I probably it never. Um, yeah. <laughs> Or, Listen to or our episode kids, about it. That's all you really well, need. That's to do. what I will that's do in the meantime. Do, yeah. And uh, yeah. let's see when will Samara graduate and go to high uh, to college. Mm. Let's see in like twenty thirty seven. So that's okay. when I'll watch it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll put a playlist together of movies. Okay. For you to what, check out. Please make a list of all the things I need to watch when I'm fifty six years old and Samara <laughs> has left the house. By then we can just like embed the movies into your brain, like yeah, just upload like, it like Neo. Yeah, you just the press a of button. Watching like, it. Yeah, you'll like, just push oh, a button shit. and I'll be like, I saw Watchmen. I saw Watchmen. Hey, I know. Hey, and Jacqueline, exactly. behind Thank the scenes, may I, down. may I ask, uh, what else are you going to put into your podcast room other than a mattress, a bathtub? Looks like a guitar in the bathtub. Um, is there anything else going in there? It's like the set of like an alternative music video or something. It, it oh, is, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think there is a toilet in there. Yeah. <laughs> there is. I just, yeah. There is a, a blanket and I moved and there's a toilet in there. Just a, Does it smell like sex and candy hair in there? It's brand new. <laughs> wow. I I literally had no idea that was in there. Oh, you guys should have heard the conversation we had. Before that, no, we you should not have. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. We're not going to revisit that. <laughs> just in case you need okay, to use the toilet. Turlet. <laughs> I like that. Turlet. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, yeah. okay. We lost I'm Jacqueline. Right. We lost I'm Jacqueline. Right. I'm all right. I was just so surprised to find that there. <laughs> somebody, Me too. What's that? You find a toilet. Actually, you know what? I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Well, somebody said there was a guitar in the bathtub, and that would that was surprising enough to me. Sorry, yeah, there are random appliances right. in the, in the random room where I'm. Uh, Jacqueline's in the room of requirement from Harry Potter. <laughs> sort of a catch-all right There's now. A TV but in the background. I didn't know that all. Included yeah, the TV above the tub really freaks me out. I don't it's, like that. It's behind <laughs> it. It's way behind it. It still could fall though. You know, like. Well, Death this is not stereo. the final resting place of the bathtub, <laughs> and the, the bathtub is not connected to any water right now. So. 
Mm, still freaks well, me that's out. That's good. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna get in the bathtub if it makes you feel any better. We didn't ask, that's, but that's it, for a cut of above. F. I just well, picture like, like <laughs> yeah, I'm just worried, and I picture a little doll with little doll hands knocking over. Why is it a doll? Tub. <laughs> it's always Chucky, man. Oh, what if it's oh, okay. like one of my yeah. kids who gets? What if it's a ghoulie? It just came out of the toilet. That's in the tub. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> <laughs> they go to college, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> Anyway, um, should we talk about horror movies and stuff? Sure, sure. Why not? Okay. Occasionally. Might as well. I mean, we're here. So, John, yeah. yes. what news do you have for us from the horror world these days? Well, we did have homework this uh, past week. Uh, mm-hmm. The trailer for The First Omen came out. The movie's actually going to be hitting theaters April 5th. Uh, did we all watch it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nate, what'd you think, man? Um, I was surprised that that's a trailer and not a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. For only being a minute long. Uh, the poster looks cool. Bill Nighy's in it, which is always a plus. Yeah. Everything else, that does not look like The Omen. The Omen I hold mm-hmm. near and dear to my heart. I absolutely adore that that trilogy, honestly. Um, but that first one's a masterclass in horror. And th- I don't know what they're going for with this. I really don't. Like, this gives me, like, Exorcist Believer vibes, and that's not yeah. a good thing. So... Post-exorcist. Yeah, and then, like, I looked up who is behind it. No no names ring a bell at all, so... That's also not great. I'm not, like... And the fact that that's the official trailer and it comes out in April and they only gave us a minute, that really has got me concerned, so... Yeah, that's probably going to be a when it's on Netflix or Peacock kind of thing for me at this point. Yeah. How about I you, like music in it. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, here's the thing. If this had not been a trailer for something related to the Omen, like if it wasn't part of that franchise, I actually think I would have found it kind of intriguing. It is stylish. Um, yeah, like the music and the weird like backwards video, you know, mm-hmm. like all the little cl- all the little edits and the thing yeah. on, like reverse motion, um, and the like the slow motion and the it like it created an eerie vibe and like sometimes trailers can be effective in setting a certain like atmosphere before you get to it um the first one that comes to mind for me is a cure for wellness Mm. um like it can really create a really interesting um expectation for atmosphere and tone i oh my gosh i would love to go on my short list yeah yeah whatever you can take it i don't care i don't care with me um so i don't know if this will be that i don't know if this will sort of accurately telegraph the 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 tone of the actual film but yeah if it if it weren't part of the omen franchise i'd be like oh this looks kind of cool or at least the trailer looks cool you know um but like nate i was you know when it comes to the content of the trailer i was like what is this like this does not seem exciting to me um it doesn't feel really like the omen but i mean we are like 50 years removed man like that's a long time to come back to and like revisit this again. I don't know when the second, I don't remember when the second and third parts came out, but um, you know, it's been like 50 years. Like, I don't know. I I guess, you know, they're trying to keep an old franchise alive for the next generations, but um, I don't know. I, I did like seeing the, you know, the nun carrying the baby because then I'm like, Mm. that's him. That's Damien. I guess it's like, like, you know, it's an origin story, I guess. Why not give us the the classic satanic music you know that chorus yes. that is, oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
Uh, but like, oh, instead no, wait, you give us like record, my bad. a <laughs> modern song that is like slowed down. Maybe and like then Rob Zombie also, doing like, it. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I'm never I the one to do it. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yes. But then also, like, we already got the origin story in the very first movie. Like, yeah, they told us. I don't know. Yeah, we don't like, need like the details. Like, yeah. what they what they told us and what they withheld the first time around. I didn't see any daggers. Like... Where's the daggers? Yeah, where's the daggers that you yeah. got to stab in a really, really like specific, perfect specific places and yeah. certain daggers in specific places. Yeah, with the IKEA instruction manual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know. So again, it's one of those cases where like. Can't you just make your own movie as its own thing and not feel the need to like attach it? I, I mean, I guess when you give it brand, you know, franchise name recognition, it helps it financially, but like artistically, I don't think it does it any favors. What did you does think? It, Sean? What did I, oh, you know, I, I didn't get you know the nauseous feeling that I got when I realized that The Exorcist was coming out and it's going to be a trilogy. Um, this to me was a very interesting trailer because it was played in reverse. Mm-hmm. You know, it like everything was in reverse and it, it 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 intrigued me. However, I just this is not a Blumhouse production, but it's got that vibe to where it's just mm-hmm. like I can see why, that. Why are why are we doing this? I mean, you guys, this this production company created some of like the most iconic horror that we've seen in the past, like. 15 20 years you know it's just like like okay yeah okay you're gonna capitalize you know if if you have success you're gonna continue to make it make it make it make it and it's like until it's dead like yeah (laughs) but you don't take something iconic like like the omen and they like you said you know it's like like the omen every single like especially the first movie the first movie is just like so it's a masterclass in horror you know the second one the third one i mean it's just it's got this charm to it where it's just like it's different but it it it's got continuity to it for the most part kind of like the third one's not the best movie but i still like it it's like it's not that great i watched all of them this year i got the box set and because spoils of horror was covering uh the second one i think or something right when did they cover yeah they they did the first one a while back and then i think they they covered the second one too yep So I dug into it and I watched all of them, even the remake. I have never watched the remake. Oh yeah, with Julia Stiles. That's right. I forgot about that. There are moments of it. I'm not a Julia Stiles guy, to be honest. I don't really like her. Oh, I just hate that. Her acting is so like cardboard. It's like, yeah, I said it. That's right. Come get me. (laughs) Come get me, Julia. Andrewberg, have you ever seen a little film called Things I Hate About You? Yeah. Ten things I hate about you is probably the best rom com movie ever made. So I challenge Julia Stiles to a to a dance off. She would not win. (laughs) Hip hop dance off. No, I don't think she's gonna win, dude. Like she's gonna sit there and then she's gonna do that thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going back and forth. Uh Back to the left and then to the right. I'm a windshield wiper doing a dance move. (laughs) Hey hey guys, this is an audio podcast. But that oh, was well, we're amazing. But if it was video, it was our fucking goal. It was amazing. perfectly <laughs> imitating Julia Stiles from the movie Save the Last Dance, where she attempts to do hip-hop dancing. Mm. Does not save the last dance. She, nope. Nope. No, nope. she doesn't. Anyway, I, I don't know. Hydraberg, have you seen that movie, 10 Things I Hate About You? Uh, I don't think I have, actually. Okay. All right, Cinemigos, cover it. Go. <laughs> there you go. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Next episode. You it's it. so good. Nice call. John Rob, <laughs> pick it, pick it. Yeah, pick it. 
Nate, I feel like we're really on like a wavelength tonight. It's we are. The yeah. of the shrew. <laughs> it is a nice. It is, but like it's got JGL in it. It's got. Oh the, yeah. The the, the his girlfriend from R. Third R. Rock from the Sun. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Heath Ledger's Ledger. in it. It's one of his first movies, right? Jenna Von Oy is that her name? Is that her? She's in it. No. I can't remember. I don't know. I just know that anytime it was playing. She's from Blossom. Oh, I'm thinking of not her. I'm thinking of um, Larissa Olenek or whatever her name was as the sister Bianca. Yeah, she's on that Nickelodeon show. Like, dude, freaking Larry Miller was in it. That Larry Miller. Yeah, I love him. He's he's great. I love him every time I see him. Anyway, yes. So that should be the the Moose Boys go Moose. Um. How do we get off on this? I don't know. We're just on tangent after. There's a dick on my face, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, it's because we we were talking about the Omen, the Omen remake with Julia Stiles. That's how we. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's how we got there. Blasphemed uh, Julia Stiles. So that's I had to say. And Hydraberg, what'd you think about the? uh, What'd you think about the trailer first Omen? Uh, like I said, is flashy looking. Uh, if it, like Jacqueline said, if it wasn't connected to the Omen, it would I would give it a better shot. I think I, I, it had cool music what, for the trailer, but that's just a trailer, you know. What young kids like? I can't wait to watch the Omen. Like as that far just as, like, doesn't touching exist. The, yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I don't see yeah. that being like the best title to like. I don't know. The poster's I cool. It. I highly yeah, recommend it, looking at the poster. It's I like sweet. cool poster. Right? I highly recommend <laughs> the poster. <laughs> yeah. That's my review. <laughs> That's kind of like when we covered Allegoria and we were like, the credits were credits awesome. Credits were awesome in that movie. Remember that? Remember the credits? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the credits. That's the only thing I remember. They were the so flashy. They were really <laughs> no, cool. That's not true. <laughs> you remember that brown I, note? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it seems like 2024 is going to be the year of Frankenstein. Guillermo yes. del Toro is doing a Frankenstein movie. And uh, Andrew Garfield was supposed to play the monster. However, they switched actors. Jacob L. Lordy. <gasps> Are you serious? Yeah. The guy from Mortuary Collection where his nuts exploded. He's playing the monster. That the was dude him? from Euphoria. Oh, was he's he in Euphoria from, too? He's yeah. from Saltburn. Did anybody see Saltburn? I haven't oh, wait. yet. I think I, I asked be. you guys about that last week. Yeah, he was in Saltburn. Ooh. He's going to be the monster? He is. He's got the build. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I Andrew Garfield. Too, I was excited for Andrew sorry. Garfield, but now I'm really excited. Yeah, that'll yeah. be interesting because like that guy in like Euphoria is kind of an asshole. But I, I don't know. Let's, let's see what the his range is, I guess. Mm, me no asshole. Mm. Oh, he, he might have multiple assholes. <laughs> um, also in the movie Mia Goth, oh, Christoph well, Waltz. Nice. Oh, my oh. God. Oscar Isaac. What a hell cast! Yeah. I'm what in. What the hell? Give it um, all the give it all the awards right now. Give it all the awards. Yeah, gets to make his favorite that with movie. Nosferatu. Oh my god! This is gonna be oh, an awesome year. Gonna be a good year. Mm. Hold on, and let's hold on to that theme with Universal monster movies because Lee Winnell's jumping right back into the pool of uh, he Universal. He is. <laughs> you know, did you guys enjoy Invisible Man? Yes, loved it. Twenty twenty. Yes. Okay. What's he he's, doing? He's doing. The Wolfman. Yeah, the Wolfman. I'm excited to see what his take will be because I think it'll be great. I trust. I agree. Him. He's I got a computer in it. the back of his neck. Yes, the Wolf. <laughs> when, Dude, when does that come out? Is that this year? They're not saying it, it's in pre-production. I right think now. it's they don't have any. Oh, it won't it's be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I would say 2025, maybe. But that oh, is hell yeah. This is Invisible Man with a cool take. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. It's like the 
I don't know. It was like the right way to do a good remake. That was and, the last movie I saw uh, before COVID like shut everything down. I saw The Invisible that, Man. And that's too. the big thing you know, about it, I think it that's too. about... True yeah, because it came out in February and yeah, then everything shut down in March yeah, yeah. in 2020. So I, I saw Invisible Man at the theater. Did you see it in the theater? I didn't see it in the theater. I watched I it on streaming. So maybe it was post yep. beginning of pandemic. Mm. I don't yeah, know. I, but... I did that movie as a review um, in oh, my previous I'm... life. So I, like actually Andy and I both went to the theater to go watch it. And then all of, all of a sudden everything shut down and then we did the review. So it was that movie um, really like... I really enjoyed that movie. It like really made me happy. <laughs> so good. And I'm like glad I never saw the trailer to it. So when I saw it, like everything was blind and there yes. was like a true moment of like, is she like, you know, not crazy, but like, do we believe her? You yeah. know, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah there was Man. some shit that happened in that movie that was phenomenal. And God yeah. damn, I mean, I, I never knew who Elizabeth Moss was. And Great okay. yeah, you never I, watched Man no? I never did. I never, oh, never did. The Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. I haven't watched no. all What about Us? Tale. Hadn't you seen Us? Yeah, Us. I've seen Us, but, it, you know, it, she, she wasn't, like, jumping off the screen to me. There was Lupita yeah. and, and Winston that were, like, really, like, catching my eye with that Fair. movie. But she did she did phenomenal. But, like, in this movie, I was like, why the fuck did I miss her? You know, she's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's great. I I really love. Well, that is some great news, both about Guillermo and Lee Wanell. Damn. Oh yeah. Makes me even yeah. happier that we're doing our Universal Month this. Yeah, absolutely. This year. And we may have to move some stuff around if it comes out earlier. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Hey, hi, probably cry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I we'll, cried we'll during have, Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, Nate, we'll have you back on for both of those movies so you can cry. Cool. That way I can cry. I cry a lot during movies these days. It's weird. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> wrong with that. No, Nothing it turns out that. when you get on medicine, you go through therapy, you know, try to fix your life. A lot happens, you know. You really get an inner peace with yourself. Yeah, right. you, mm-hmm. exactly. When you stop, like, repressing feelings. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's weird, right? <laughs> when you deal with generations of trauma, you're like, oh, cool. I'm going to cry I'm a, now. I can feel I things love, again. I, I, I love living in this time now where we can get emotional if we have Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Buddha, it is cool. Buddha repressing emotions. Boo. In the name of masculinity. No, thank you. No, we, uh, my, my partner and I, we watched uh, War for the Planet of the Apes because they had never seen the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we got to watch this before Kingdom comes out. And when War came, I was like, we'll get the tissues ready. And like, I was bawling my eyes out at the very Whoa. end like those final like shots and they're they had a little bit of tears even though they weren't claiming it. i was like nah like i am i am over here just like dying <laughs> well john like that was movie. some that was some great news was that it for news or was there anything else? i got one I mean, more yeah heidelberg has got a like a really interesting story that i didn't get a chance to dive into but he cool. found it so it's, it's just a small one it's just uh uh, the first image of David Cronenberg's new movie, uh, The Shrouds. I didn't know he was gonna he was making another film because he's getting up know. there in age. But oh, shit, uh, lets you watch the dead decompose. It's like um, they show an image of people like visiting what looks like a sort of like a cemetery, but there's like these devices like that are like tech. glowing, almost mm-hmm. like above ground, to showcase your loved ones, and you can watch your loved ones like decompose. And I don't know exactly <laughs> what else is going on plot wise. It's a little early still. In the film, they mentioned cast and some things, but other than that, uh, Vincent Castle's in it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That is actually really Kruger, interesting. Guy yeah. Pierce. Oh. And uh, Sandrine Holt. I don't know who that She's is. from The Walking Dead. I uh, fear The Walking Dead. Oh, oh. okay. Um, I mean, color me intrigued. 
I'll yeah, watch me it. too. I just I didn't know he was seen... putting out another film, so I was super excited just to see that. You know, how old is he now? I think he's in his eighties. No, that's way. what I think too. Really, he's that getting old? up there, man. He's getting good hair. We are blessed that he continues to give us. Yeah, because he just did movies. Crimes of the Future of the like future. not too long ago. Like a I still year haven't ago. seen that. Yeah, same. So I, I heard mixed like, reviews about it, but I, I would watch it. Same. I, mean, I fucking love video drones. Crimes of the Future. Yeah, I Crimes of the Future it. wasn't bad. It's still Cronenberg. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely some good Cronenberg stuff going on there. Good right. body humor, or humor. yeah, <laughs> body humor. That's a humor. It's just fart jokes. Body for All I like get is jokes out of him. Yep. <laughs> Shit and his farts. fart. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Cronenberg. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, bro. He's. I think he's eighty right now. He just turned. Oh, 80. so he's definitely farting when he's behind the camera, though. Oh yeah, he's there's got no confidence. doubt about it. No, yeah, kidding. David. Do not trust the fart, my guy. You think guy. he knows when they're coming out? Like, <laughs> sorry, that's just my the body real humor. body horse in my pants. <laughs> oh my god! And then All that's right. when Brandon's like, "It's time to go to bed, Uncle David or Daddy David Cronenberg." <laughs> Daddy David. <laughs> We're off the rails. Anyway, I uh, wish my dad was still alive so I could you, call him. Daddy. You guys are absolutely right. He By is eighty. Name. He is eighty oh. years old. He'll be turning eighty-one uh, March fifteenth. Damn. Wow. God bless him. His birthday yeah, is the eyes of March. That's amazing. That's perfect. Interesting. The closer he's getting to, you know, his own expiration, he's making a movie about, you know, mm. death. Oh. Really thinking about it. Interesting. Yeah. Who knows? He's about. always got something to say. So I'll, I'll put my butt in the seat to go see his next film. Yeah. He's not a very tall dude either. He's five foot nine. He's we're not body shaming. We don't hide shame. We're not I, hiding. When you we're get older, you shrink. shrink. I think the we're gravity. We're not hiding down on you. In that boat on the show. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, well, those those, yeah, those were it. good news stories, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I think it's about time to move it along into our discussion of this film. What do you say? Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we're not, we don't go as long as the movie went. Well, yeah, I'd rather not, <laughs> if possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're talking about the Wailing from 2016, a South Korean film. Uh, this was my pick, mm-hmm. and I picked this movie because. When we reached our anniversary episode or our hundredth episode, and we did our kind of extravaganza last summer with, um, you know, people writing in with questions, and we kind of had a look back and talked about some of our goals for the future of the show. I mentioned a few um, types of horror films that I was surprised that we had not touched yet, and some of those included Hammer horror, Universal horror, um, Italian horror. And also some like Asian horror mm-hmm. and um, our our friend and listener, Jimmy Ma had written in and wrote a really nice message to us. And um, ex- he, at one of his questions to us was, do you think you'll ever cover some Asian horror that isn't like the most popular ones like Ringo or Juan, you know? And so that was, that was one of, you know, we answered, yes, we would like to do that. And that was one of my personal goals that I wanted to include on the show. So I picked The Wailing specifically because I've heard people talking a lot about this movie for years and I had actually just never gotten around to seeing it. So this was my first time watching it. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) And um, (laughs) so I was like, well, what better, what better like opportunity to seize than to pick that for the show so I can actually finally watch it and know what everybody's talking about. But I, you know, I'd heard people talking about in terms of their, you know, level of, fondness for it but i i really didn't know anything about the story and so i went into it totally blind i had no idea what kind of movie this was going to be didn't know what it was about 
at all. So 100% blind uh, for me. So that that's that's a little bit of the history behind why I chose this movie for us this week. Because we had we'd planned up a bunch of stuff through the end of the year. And, um, you know, when when our schedule kind of opened back up in January, you know, a few months ago, I was planning months out and I was like, okay, in January, I got some open slots. I need to start picking these things. And so I'm going to have the same story for the next few picks that are mine, filling in some of those gaps that, um, that I, that I, we, we need to fill. So mm-hmm. that's that. So Jack, Jacqueline, excellent reason why we reviewed this movie, but you have to tell us, does this movie fuck or does it suck? This movie was like a tantric sex session that <laughs> goes on and on, not in a bad way, but it's it's a long. You're you know you got to be in it for the long haul. You know it's not it's not a, a quick uh, a little quick uh, rendezvous in the in the closet or whatever. It's um you know you got to be you got to be committed for this one. Um, and it's it's it takes you to some different places. You don't know where it's going um you, you maybe rise a couple levels of consciousness while you're in the middle of this tantric sex session you're you really don't know how you feel about it until it's over and then you realize that was a mad fuck <laughs> so <laughs> special guest to nate and kindred spirit oh what do you think? um this might be one of the greatest fucks of my entire life um after it's all said and done i'm like i i want it again and again um i think i want to marry this fuck honestly and but also i gotta ask my friends like i I don't know if this fuck is racist so that's one of the things i gotta you know discuss with my my friends just to make sure like this is really really good guys but there's this one lingering thing that i'm like am Mm. i too stupid to realize that it might be racist i don't know so i i have some thought i hope that's a conversation we'll have tonight i have some strong thoughts on that myself but yes yeah but i hear you so this is wifey material Oh, yeah, this is, you know, we broke the bed. And I'm like, I just uh, <laughs> am in for the long haul at this point. Right. I'll keep breaking beds, baby. All right. <laughs> Take it home to mama. <laughs> All right. Hydraberg, what do you say? Uh, I don't know how to follow that. Nate. <laughs> uh, yeah, this film fucks on like a deep, tantric, emotional level. Uh, it's the type of fuck that will stay with you. Yep. That's true. <clears throat> John, does it fuck or suck? Well, it's like being at the bar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, this demon this... at the bar, right? Yeah, the exactly. bar. I see this demon sitting at the end of the bar. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, this is a it... woman. In this, this is a fuck you didn't know you needed, but once you have it, and like Nate said, I mean, you want it over and over and over again because it's just... So wonderfully, like everything is like connected. You know, there's a lot of connective tissue. There's a lot of passion in in the fuck. So I'm gonna say this movie totally fucks. The passionate fuck. Yeah, I agree passionate. with both of you guys. I want to immediately watch it over again because it's like I, I take it you guys had all seen it before. I assume. Yeah, I've seen it once. Um, see it one straight chilling covered. It. I will say, watching it the second go round. Oh my God, there's so much more that you like just kind of realize. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Because it... I'm aware that that's there. I just don't know what it is. Because, yeah. you know, the first time it's like such a ride. And I'm like, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. Once all um... the cards have been revealed and you know, and then mm-hmm. watching it again, it's just like, what the hell? Like, oh my yeah. God, this is amazing. 
in every single way possible. Yeah, like it, I already want to watch it again. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I, I'm a, I'm gonna agree with Nate. I'm actually gonna make a comparison before we get more into this. Is that it's like watching a movie like Goodfellas or like Casino or something like like a it, like a masterpiece from Scorsese because it yeah. is such a long ass movie. I mean, you gotta you gotta put some time into this. Yeah, and, it's long. You know, yeah, let it, it's it like stew. a commitment. Yeah, it and really like, is. But but that's no, that, nothing's wasted. No, 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 no. And you're absolutely right. But it's like watching a Scorsese movie mm-hmm. is that you've got to it's like a marathon. This is not a sprint. This is not your 90 minute, 80 minute movie you gotta make where the you're commitment. just like boom, boom, boom. Oh, my and God. Yeah, I'm with Nate on this. I'm sorry. This Jack, is like yeah. a horror story like Pan's Labyrinth. Like, I don't consider Pan's yeah. Labyrinth a horror movie, but it's like that's a horror story that's meant for horror fans. It's very beautiful and touching. And like, I kind of feel the same way where I'm like, ah, like. It's a horror movie, but this is a movie that's meant for horror fans. Like, I I couldn't really. This I I, I don't know who to recommend this to. You know, this I I I agree with you with Pan's Lambert, but I think with this movie, it really leans to the horror. But I mean, it's just like okay, Jacqueline, go ahead, take over. (laughs) All right. Well, before we go too much further, let's go ahead and have that spoiler warning so that we can spoil it. All right, here's a spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about The Wailing from 2016. If you have not seen this movie, pause the podcast, go watch it, come back to find out what we thought about it. All right. Hydraberg, do you have a plot synopsis reach around for us? I said that backwards from how I usually say it, but do you have one? Uh, yeah, I have a reach around plot summary. Cool. It's two and I watched and a half that hours Omen. Long. I, watched, <laughs> I watched that Omen trailer too many times. I'm mm-hmm. talking backwards. Oh, but... Ready? All right. Ready. Ready. A small town in the mountains is visited by a curse. An evil so vile, unblooded does thirst. Forget what you thought, it's much, much worse. A little girl who cares for her dad goes through an ordeal that makes us all very sad. A demon her dad really got mad. The town has a plague that turns men to slaves, as violence befalls, sending many to their graves. Give in to the evil and all that it craves. As rashes they spread and now become sores. John Goo has nightmares, get off him, you whores. To protect his young daughter, this father he swore into a battle between good and evil we're thrust in shaman we trust a japanese stranger with wanderlust he lives in the forest and can't be killed and in his wake the blood will spill but first your photograph now please stand still the shaman wrong can't make his choice now jong he hears the young ghost's voice the demon bad his blood still moist these visions in a father's head can get his girl the evil dead sure he'd rather that instead of the terror that was trailing into the kitchen, his breath he's exhaling, a witness to his own hell as he begins wailing. Damn. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. Just your dude. description, like it was like, oh god, that's so brutal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's heavy. Can, can and I don't see, want to talk yeah. about this movie anymore. I'm, yeah, I'm leaving. Okay. Yeah, can, <laughs> Let's go can, watch 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. yeah. Can, Let's do it. Can we talk about the, the little girl? She's like phenomenal. How, how she's awesome an amazing she actress. That's Everybody. a child actress. Yeah, now that, is, that yeah. is a good child. She's got actress. range too because we see her as like an innocent young girl with daddy, like caring for yep. her dad. You know, because her dad's kind of like a schlep. You know, and he's a buffoon. Yeah, yeah. And, but she's lovable, right? So she likes yep. taking care of him and bringing him lunch and stuff like that. You know, and then we see her later when she's possessed and the slow turn oh my of God. How vicious she looks. Yeah, I mean, I would say this rivals her. Linda Blair in The yeah. Exorcist, like yeah. for like the t- the the transformation from like innocent to profane. 
Yeah. She speaks I, I, like the gravitas of an adult when she's like be, yeah. belittling she her dad and screams. Him. Oh. Her screams are like top-notch horror. They like, like pierced my brain. You, you oh. feel for her. Like you feel for the whole family. I mean, it's called the wailing. Wailing. you know, you gotta get a yeah, couple. Yeah, you gotta wail. But that's the thing, is like they because it's called the wailing, they yeah. had to get those screams right. And yeah. his too. Yeah. And both of them yeah. wailed the sound design. fantastically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The sound design is so incredible in this movie. Like the whole shaman department. I'm not trying to jump ahead. It's mm-hmm. so loud and so intense when he's doing that ritual. Yeah. Oh my oh. God! Is shattering. Yeah, it puts us. I mean, in when her it place, ended, like, I felt like legs. wrung out. So I felt like I'd been holding my breath the whole yeah. time. I was like, mm-hmm. I finally exhaled. Like, it it ended and I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, and so, but going back to the actress who plays the daughter, her screams are absolutely like, they like they made my blood run cold. How I mean, do you say imagining... her name? Hey, so let me just say right now, I barely know anybody's name in this movie. So well, I just Japanese have like man, so that one's I just like there's have Dong-Goo. little titles for them on. Yeah, the only name I know is Jungu. Uh, Jungu, um, yeah. Everybody Mysterious else is woman. partner, daughter, wife. Um, there's Oh Sung yeah. Buck. Buck. Uh, that's his partner. Uh, his police partner, the one yeah. that like, house around. I would just him. know him as police partner. partner. You know? Yeah, I just yeah. Um, um, so his mother, yeah. yeah, mother-in-law and wife. That's what they're called anyway. Yeah. But uh, but the little girl, like when she's when she's possessed, you know, her evil is like so convincing and terrible. Because you're right, she takes on a like a gravitas that is like startling, like yeah. startlingly good. To me, um, but also she her dad off in that moment and walks out of the room, like yeah, storms out of the room. I'm like, damn, yeah. The way her like elbows will like lock and her Ooh. arms and wrists will yes. like lock, like it's so disturbing and like. It's all her, you know. That's yeah, not her yeah. back CGI or anything like that. Like, oh, yeah. that's all her. No, but I was it, also it, gonna say. Sorry, go ahead, John. Uh, I, I was just gonna say it didn't feel feel theatrical. It, it felt just almost real, mm. you know. Yeah. Very... And that's why it's good. That's when I. Yeah. That is when I don't like child actors. Is when it feels theater kid like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like. I know some people strongly disagree, but like in the black phone, I felt like those were theater kids. Not nothing okay. against theater kids because I was one. I just but, really like, loved the mouth on the on the sister for some reason. Like I just loved the way her acting was. Yeah, but but so when she's evil, she's really convincing. But also when she's a sweet little girl, she's really convincing as well. And that's tough to nail. Also, like sometimes child characters are written and acted in a way that's like too syrupy sweet to be realistic. But she's mm-hmm. like just sweet enough. It's like she she actually reminded me a little of my daughter, like especially when she was crying, like, you know, with relief or like when she, it seems like she's gotten better. But we know she really did it. And she's like crying and he's like, you're OK, you're OK. And he's she's like, daddy, like yeah. her crying sounded exactly like my daughter when she cried. And so it really like hit me right in the heart. There's you some know? tough moments for sure. There's also Ugh. some nice moments like when they sit by the water, there's that moment yeah. before everything gets crazy yeah. where she might have saw them having she's sex. She's like, I saw you. The car. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. and yeah. it's a beautiful shot. Like, it's amazing oh, looking. And this then they landscapes are gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. Right? The, the aesthetics of this movie are yeah. Just the conversation they have though awesome. is great too. Like, their, can't, their relationship with each everyone, other. Everyone. each other. Everyone feels real. Like all yeah. these characters, there's not mm-hmm. a decision in this movie that's made that I'm like, yeah, right. Like every single one, I'm like, no, I get it. This is a dad trying I mean, to yeah. protect his family, trying to get his little girl saved. And like, 
he makes mistakes that I think any of us would make because you're just going off of like your heart, your gut. He's and you're in just over like, his head too. You're like, scared. Everybody. Yeah, and there's no like yeah. clear right answer sometimes. No. no. And the, the character you get with him from the beginning to the end, he's a buffoon at the beginning. And you see this journey of a man getting broken down who is desperate and will do anything he can and does less things that you would never think the man at the very beginning would do by the end. Yeah. And it's it so was, heartbreaking. It was, it was a beautifully just, just thought out character arc of him. Mm. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was, yeah. it, it was, it was such perfection. I mean, it's just it's like, like it, the one thing I enjoyed is that it gave that, that, um, that horror trope of cops or buffoons. They don't really know what's going on. However, there are like certain scenes where he would go like to the first one where the murder happened and he noticed the, the, the plant or, flower, or yeah. something. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That flower. And it was just that, that little, that little shot right there. That was like, Huh. He lacked confidence. I don't think sometimes it seemed like he he wasn't the worst police uh, guy. He just didn't have the confidence. Just a guy doing a job. Say, hey, I think we yeah. should do this. Or, yeah, he well, was. Like, and, <clears throat> then he gets attacked because that house burns down, you know, and he gets attacked by the people in there, and he's just like, <gasps> in his you defense, know, just, I mean, one of the bodies came back alive. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, right. it yeah. had the wrapping on it, and then came out of it and grabbed him. So, like, I would have been fucking scared too. Well, also, his boss is like constantly yeah. berating him, so yeah. of course yeah. he's yep. got like self doubt. I mean, his yep. boss is a complete asshole. Yeah, like, totally. This is a small village as well. Exactly. Like, these are mm. this like the town that I grew up in, where it's like you got two cops. That's it. <laughs> like you know, like yeah, these are you're just a couple cops. It's a job. There's nothing crazy. Plus, we're dealing with a different country, so unlike America, like. They're not carrying firearms or anything like that. Nope. So in these series, what? Of, I know, weird, right? You can do that. That doesn't seem right. That would never work. <laughs> I do here. think they should bring some more weapons with them in certain circumstances in this movie, though. I'm like, where's the weapons? Like, bring some weapons. They're not <laughs> equipped for these grisly murders that start to happen. Yeah, and they're not like a simple like. Oh, someone got like, I don't know, shot. It's no, this person was stabbed like 22 times, and like. Yeah, that there, first yeah, scene that we go oh. to, the very first scene that we go to, like I like that the movie starts us with the family stuff and him waking up and having to go to the call, which probably is nothing, yep. right? But then if oh somebody died, but whatever, and then it turns out to be a double homicide, and there's a killer on the porch, covered in blood and like sores or boils, oozing face, and milky yeah. white Gross. eyes, and I'm just like the, the gore in this was like so spot on because it was like it, it's not totally in your face, but no, it's just so, it, it's, it's gross enough. I don't want to say it's subtle because it's there, but yeah. I mean, it's just it's not it's like not so, subtle, but it's sparingly used. It's how, how about not so it's not visible. gratuitous? Yeah, yeah, uh, gratuitous. I don't perfectly. know. I think it's kind of visceral, mm. uh, like visceral, oozing sores. Like, on but yeah, it's, but it's not. They're not like pussing out and, and bubbling or. You know what I mean? Like they look yeah. gross. The aesthetic looks great, and the effects are good. But yeah, I could have picked the sadness for you guys if you yeah, wanted. Exactly. Hey, like, nah, fuck that want, movie. If you want, <laughs> there's one scene in particular in that movie that is not a recommend from Nate. Nah, I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> Weirdly, I did not. But anyway. oh no, nah, that movie goes skull fuck itself. That's for sure. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So that's a 10 out of the 10. How do you yes, really feel, Nate? It is. A, uh, I know. This learn is, how to express you know, yourself. You get me ramped up. And I was like, ah, rage. <laughs> I like when he's about to leave to the murder scene. And then his mother-in-law, like, makes him go back inside and eat. Yeah. And like, no, you have to go in and eat. 
that feels real. You know, yeah, these are exactly. all very real characters. Their dynamic is Absolutely. really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I do wonder, do people in South Korea just not sleep in a bed? Because that looks awful. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's like a oh, my God. Ouch. Like, yeah. my daughter sleeps on one of those at daycare. Like, Dude, after a long day it's better work, for you, actually, but I don't know. I don't know. No, my back after a long day of work, that. I'll lay on the floor because it'll feel good for like a minute. Then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm in my mid 30s. I got to find a way up. Like, <laughs> let me just roll around like a panda until I get around to where I need hey, to be. Hey, baby, you want to come to my pad and check out my mat? <laughs> <laughs> I got a king size mat. Yeah. I got a king size yoga mat. Let's go lay on that. <laughs> yeah. You want to do the downward dog? Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? I got a sleeping bag. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine wraps around us. You can be my little tortilla. Oh my god. And that if we racist. get cold. <laughs> oh, oh that was racist. <laughs> that was racist. But yeah, back no, to what I you said. Tortillas Nate. Over bread. Uh, <laughs> okay, you can be not racist. Th- this is a small town. These are small town cops. This type of crime is not normal here. They are not like equipped no. really to <laughs> handle this. And then we find out that there's way more sinister things going on here. Anyway, it's a there's a, a virus almost or a curse, it seems spreading. Um, I well, yeah, it does seem like curse. a virus at first. Like, I think this yeah. film leads us through different kind of like uh, deceptions. Mm, yeah, you right. use that word yeah. about like what like the kind of a scenes. movie it is for. It looks like an outbreak movie and that looks like a zombie movie and then it looks like a ghost story and then it's something else. And so it's like it kind of misleads us. A revenge film. Down some down some paths, you know. Um, and I feel like you don't really like uh, this being my first watch. I did not have even the slightest grasp on really anything until like the last five minutes. <laughs> like, oh, see, and that's like the one thing I guess that was spoiled for me. Like I found out about this movie because of me being a little edge lord that I am. I was like, I want other Satan movies. Like there's got to be some other good like satanic movies out there. And the list I found, it put this at number two and the Exorcist at number one. So I kind of already knew going in. I was like, ah, oh, this would be about a demon of some sort. But I didn't fully know oh, what. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of spoiled it inadvertently for me, but not to the fullest extent. I right. do like but then there's that. Still, there's still doubt that they give you later there on. There is. So yeah, and that, that's it could be a movie about demons that turns out not to be about demons at all. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, yeah. But it still could be technically a demon movie. Another yeah, a, another thing that was perfectly movie. done what were the twisties throughout the movie you know especially yeah. at the end where it's just it it it, it, it I, like s- subverted what you were thinking and then brought who it back do you and trust it, yeah exactly right so it's I think just with like, a film of this length too it gives you a lot of time to develop these sort of twists where they're not mm-hmm. just like coming right around the corner from one right. another yeah yeah it's yeah, not a smack in the gimmicky. face with it. No. It's, it, it, it it's very yeah it's it's very mm-hmm. like it eases up on you and you're like mm-hmm. yeah i enjoy and we're that along for the bit. ride with uh jong right like we're, yep. we're curious about this investigation like where is it leading and there's all these different avenues that start opening up as the film progresses especially mm-hmm. when they get to his like hut the japanese man who they suspect yeah. is cursing the village mm-hmm. and like they get to him and you're like okay like no, it's clearly him, right? There's all this weird course. shit. So, there. Yeah. But then, like, they open up the one door and it's got all the pictures. You're just like, whoa, what the hell? Then the other room where they knock off the lock, it's like, oh, there's a goat head in here. Like, something's going on. But then, like, and this is where watching it again, you get to see him eat on carcasses, you know, yeah. throughout the film. And it's like, yeah. those aren't dreams. That, that's that man's actually eating, you know, something dead and covering himself in blood while wearing his uh, diaper. And that's the other thing. This movie <laughs> yeah. has excellent humor in the beginning. 
which really sets you up for like, oh my God. It's got a good amount of humor throughout, even towards some of the the heavier parts. There's like little bits of it here and there. It's surprising, but I I welcomed it. I really did. Yeah, it it was needed. Yeah, Yeah, some levity was good, especially in a film. Yeah, it definitely... it cushions Subject the blow, matter. like for some of the heavier shit that you get yeah. into later in this yeah. movie, man. It's just like, oh, that. So that first scene where we see the Japanese man with the deer and the guy walking through the woods, I thought that scene was really cool. Uh, the guy took a tumble. I'll tell you, great. Kinda, took a tumble. Kinda, kinda, there was a lot of falling down hills <laughs> and like oh, getting yeah. up really bloody. I'm like, would your head really be that bloody just from like rolling down the hill? I don't know. Well, well, he hit I, his head on the rock, but yeah, I, I, I but think, it happened I, like three different three different times, and yeah, everybody got up like. Yeah, I, like, I think can you Hyde, trust? Him? Yeah, yeah. Hydraberg said it at the beginning. You know, the scenery of this movie was fucking gorgeous, dude. The I mean, mountain landscapes. It, it, it felt it felt small, but it also felt very vast. You know, and I mean, it's just like isolated like the shots. Too, all the like yeah. that's what I, yeah, that's the my greenery. Point. Yeah, yeah it, like the village it, it is felt, small, but the landscape is yeah. vast. Yeah, uh-huh. and it, it it was just like and they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, I mean, it's just like, who else is going to come around to help you? Except, And that's why you know, when you have this foreigner enter into, you know, the village, like he's an outsider. And like, he's the first I one you totally think too. get that. Yeah. Like he's um, the guy that doesn't belong. And then that's where I felt like it's like, this this racist where they're instantly all blaming the Japanese person. That's okay. the part that I did not know yay or nay on. So someone educate me <laughs> Jacqueline okay yeah. so <clears throat> believe it or not Joey was actually kind of half watching this with me <laughs> last night he was like reading the newspaper yes we still get a newspaper we're old and uh but like kind of half watching half reading half watching um and so every every so often he would look up and be like uh what who, who's this person because he, he you know he couldn't really listen he had to like look up and read you know, because he doesn't speak Korean. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be like, what? he's like, he what language Korean? are these people Gosh. speaking? That's I know it's so weird. Um, he looked up for a minute. He was like, uh, that's not Korean. Who's what language is that guy speaking? I was like, oh, that's Japanese. And so he's like paying attention. I'm like, this guy's from Japan. He's like, and what's he doing there? I'm like, well, they don't know. And they blame him for this, this and that. And he's like, well, you see what this movie is really about, don't you? And I was like, huh? Because <laughs> he's never seen it before either. And he's like, think about the history of Japan and Korea. And I was like, oh, because he reminded me about how like before and during World War II, Japan had invaded and colonized Korea oh, for like I didn't know they several decades. Oh, okay. and so I was reading. I don't to be honest, I don't know that much about it. I'm really not a history buff. But so I was just re- doing some reading this evening about it. And it's so bad. It's so, so bad. So like yeah, they for like so japan invaded uh invaded korea um i want to say like rob said they used rape as like a weapon well so there was that like they they forced hundreds of thousands of women of korean women to become com- comfort women yeah in other words prostitute or like sex slaves Ugh. basically they forced men to do um like manual labor like hard manual labor they tried to like erase the very culture of. It sounds like they were Korea. trying to dilute it with like. So putting, then you know, I could see where so like a they small village the, like this yeah. would be like, you know, skeptical. Of well, skeptical so of like, like having an different. outsider come in who well, is Japanese. Yeah. And, and Nate, I agree with you. About, but I mean, they like to me, I don't even say the word because it just seems very racist. And, and, well, and it, it does. It, it toward, seems ignorant to just automatically. Assume what they that call he's him. gonna be, you know, 
But yeah. I think that given the history, it's not like um it's not mysterious to me. Like mm -hmm. and so I'm not super familiar with like modern Korean attitudes towards mm -hmm. the Japanese. Um, but I I mean Joey seemed to be communicating that there's like still a lingering animosity and like um sort of like indignance about that period of of Korean history and like a desire to like remain proudly independent from that so like <clears throat> just to take it a step further like hundreds of thousands of like historical documents belonging to Korea were burned like they were literally trying to erase uh, Korean history they thing. tried to force them yeah. to take Japanese surnames they wouldn't be eligible for like government benefits if they didn't take on Japanese names they made them change their religion to Shinto and like they made them worship at Shinto temples and they like it was forbidden to read like Korean history books I mean it was just like total erasure uh, oh. So they called it like cultural genocide. Mm -hmm. um, Damn. So it's not, I mean, it's just like invading and like forcing men to do manual labor and forcing women to be sex slaves is horrific enough, but yeah, also but add on to that, things, like yeah. the, the cultural and like religious erasure. And I mean, it's just like un unthinkable. They touch on that yeah. in that, that movie I told you about, Ip Man. Which, oh, that's real? funny. Yeah, I which... just started watching Ip Man the other night for the first time. And I was explaining to my partner, I was like, man, it just feels weird that, like, I understand what Japan did to China is very wrong. But then, like, seeing this very, like, nationalist approach with China and, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting to see it when you're not part of that culture or history. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think it's fascinating. Yeah, it, it man was. I think it made that movie more grounded, too, because it, it dealt with that conflict in the movie, yeah. which I wasn't anticipating, so... For me, no, same movie. I was like, I just want to see people get punched. That's all. Yeah, there was more to it than that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, look, like, do I like do I do I condone like scapegoating a, a, a racial other in general? No, mm -hmm. but I do feel like that history is is like incorporated into this character as a that makes more sense know? then. And this is so, their I don't movie know. Maybe history, I hope that so, makes I mean, you if... feel a little better about it. Like... does. Uh, now, this is also ignorance on my part. I don't know if the shaman that they call in to do the ritual, if he was Japanese or Korean because of what we later find out in the movie with those two. Right. I yep. think he's um, Korean. I thought and I was like Korean. his name Assuming in the credits he was Korean? is not Japanese. It seems. Okay. Because he's from there. You know, they and, and know like, him. Yeah. The local. old woman called him like, this is the shaman we got to use to. It's like a low right. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I took the Japanese guy, too, as just also it made sense to me because it would make sense for a, a Japanese guy to possibly be vis visiting or staying there like they're yeah. they're close enough. It happens. You know, they travel back and forth. So the fact that maybe this guy has a pass in Japan he wanted to get away from. And so he came here to kind of just be alone. And he's up in the hills by himself. Yeah. But that's one of the things that works with this the, movie the history so well is like. You feel bad for this guy, like when his there dog moments for sure gets oh, killed. You're scene. like, oh, and like the way, like that actor's facial expressions and how he carries sorrow and like fear. Like, I don't know. Like, there's moments as this movie's going on, you're like, I, I feel like they're just bullying the outsider, and this isn't cool. Like, because they what don't is have really going evidence. on here. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, they had it's a like little bit of born of a rumor, which can. You know, yeah. in the absence of this historical context, I think would be very much like a racist othering, you know, mm -hmm. of of, a, of an outsider character. Um, but I think that that 
lens has to shift a little bit given um you know there's that scene too where they do find out what's going on in his house but then they cower in his presence when he shows up they hardly say anything well and they they don't even like look at him you know they just leave um the one guy's in a trance after he finds the picture room like with the evidence oh i love that it's so scary because like he is just not saying anything to them in the wall yeah it's spooky for sure and that dog scene when they when he does come back and kill the dog i that's that scene gutted me and then it's the fact that the dog dog's not row, dead. I know. I, I have that in my notes. Two in a row. Uh, the dog's not even dead. The crow starts. No, it's breathing. It. It's not dead. We come back to that scene after night has fallen. And the guy's still sitting there on his porch. And now the dog's dead. Who, yeah. Well, yeah, who, who said something about the sound design? Because like as you hear the crows pecking at this, yep. you hear the. Yep. Yeah. Oh and then he's doing like God. an incantation where he's like, uh, it's they make it. They shoot it like he's doing something to. um to Jong as he's sleeping and the, and the little girl. That's what the mm. next morning is when they have like that black goat or whatever hanging ab- above their uh, entranceway, which is the same entranceway that later has the flowers and mm-hmm. thing over it. Well, that goat was still alive too. Yeah, it was still alive, right? It was just gutted. It was and like writhing a little bit. Yep. It was yeah. like wiggling a little. Yeah. Or goat. Yeah, Cannibal like, Holocaust Phillip? can take notes from this movie because you see a lot of animal death in this movie. You know what I love too, like the scene where they're at the Chickens. when he when he gets the scary story told to him, and we find out that like it was just the story about the deer and the uh, the blood sucking Japanese guy, like it's just a story being told to him by his partner, and they're sitting in the precinct, and it's like raining and stormy out, and then all yeah. of a sudden the, the naked ladies at the door and they're like <laughs> yeah. bugging out, like hiding under the desk, like you go, you go, you go like, first, oh, yeah, you <laughs> go first, and then she's just standing there, and then next thing you know she's gone. Mm-hmm. And he's reading a, a, a magna, so it's like, yeah, yeah they're just guys. Like they got the late night shift. That's all. So yep. yeah, you're gonna read yeah. comic books and just yep. bullshit with your friend. Yeah, and even down to them talking about that story where they go and talk to the guy. You can't really trust his word for it because like he fell, he hit his head, and he was drunk. So they're like, you don't know <laughs> what you saw, you know. Mm-hmm. But and again, go it goes back to how story. ill-equipped they really are because this is a quiet little vi- village. Like yeah. nothing this crazy ever happens. Like yeah. the worst police work they ever probably have to do is break up like a drunken brawl or mm. something. You Domestic know, like, dispute or something. Yeah. And look, see, they they start blaming it on like the mushroom tonic or whatever, right? Like it's the mm-hmm. mushrooms that's making yeah. people act up. So they don't really ever like think it's the Japanese guy right off the bat. But our police guys do because he's, you know, obviously he's the outsider. Yeah. And I mean, the mushroom tonic kind of carries on throughout the storyline, too, does. even with the news reports at the like towards the end of the movie. Yeah. And yeah, they're saying like, it. oh, it's just a bad mushroom tonic. Like, avoid. I like when he wakes up from that dream, too. He's like, get off of me, horse. <laughs> <laughs> when wakes he up. wakes up from any dream, the way that he is freaking out, yeah. it's just like, but they're like yeah, everybody's eating breakfast, just looking at him through the doorway. Like, what's yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> And I love it how the the wife is like, "What sin have you committed that's making you dream like that?" Like I thought she was mad at him too because he wakes up from the dream and then you see like the wife. It looks like she's scowling at him from outside while she's doing laundry. But then it's like, oh wait, she's horny because she's like doing the laundry and she's like staring at him. And next thing you know, <laughs> they're know doing is... it in the car. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but and they're, they're like, adults. They have to do it, it in the back of their own they have car. No yeah, design. you gotta be, you gotta be stealthy but about it. Also, I guess when your walls are like paper thin like yeah, literally, literally paper paper um yeah i guess you gotta bone down wherever yeah, you can being called the whaling I, I i think jong probably he's probably like a whaler he's a moaner <laughs> oh i think de- i think based on uh the evidence we have that he's definitely a yeah screamer. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they have some nookie in the car and they do. He's like, ah, oh, I'm too old for this. Not that romantic. Yeah, I'm too <laughs> no, old for this. I made my back hurt. But you know what? I appreciate the realism of like grabbing each of them grabbing a tissue afterwards. Yeah, yeah like, right. Clean up. Yeah, that is really <laughs> like you never really see it's that. Like, oh, you got a wet nap. Yeah, and they're good. talking. Yeah, smart. She's like, uh, I talk to the old ladies. They tell me that guys over seventy can still get it up. So, and then the daughter yeah, just like, comes awkward. Give me some like of that herbal whatever it was. Yeah, give me like, some. I'll something. Oh, that. dang it! I wish the ginseng <laughs> guy hadn't just been murdered. <laughs> yeah, him and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a sale on ginseng now. Sale, yeah. All, all, all things must go. But what we do see like the relationship between the family. I think early on, like I think they established that fairly well. Yeah. Oh, no, I, so I that's believe why, this unit. Yeah, and yeah. so that's why when it moves to the next step, and like the daughter is sick, you're like, mm-hmm. oh no. And you know, he, I, the audience were like, oh god. Even I knew, yeah. like, and I went in knowing nothing, but I was like, oh, this. Yeah. This yeah. It's be like bad. they're the next target. This is it. I it love works. the explanation of when he's trying to find out like why her, why my family. And it's like, you ever fish? You never know what you're going to catch. Yeah. Like, I love that too. That makes it so much more terrifying. It's like it's random. Just, yeah. It's like, it's like you just happen to be in the yep. line. You were home. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, so we talked about that with funny games and I just, I made the exact same comparison. I'm sorry. I'm not very original, but um, yeah, I'll, I will say I got a little confused towards the end where he's talking with the woman in white and i do too he says something like well he's like but why my daughter and she says well because of the sins of the father yeah like what did i do and she goes you uh, you suspected someone else and but she was targeted before that already i thought yeah Yeah. and was she talking about how he suspected the japanese man because she was telling him that is the japanese man so what's the problem what did he do i don't Uh, understand i was waiting for her to be like you're not the father (laughs) <laughs> like it was, oh, and then Maury pops out of the you tall grass. Not the father. This is one of the You're reasons the why father. I want to re-watch the movie. All seven deadly sins are prevalent at some point in the film. Oh, really? And the only one I caught up on was gluttony because the little girl eating and eating and eating. Mm, okay. Um, so I'm guessing now that I know that knowledge, if I rewatch it, maybe I could catch on to what she means. What sin is um, it when you burn your house down? Oh, your family I don't it. know. Yeah. What sin is it when <laughs> you after after you stabbed them multiple times? What sin and is it when you crisp and wall your family? Yeah. Wrath. Wrath. That's what. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that. it. Yeah. yeah. I don't no, know. I, I don't know if again. I could name all the sevens. Like sloth, wrath, gluttony, lust. Lust. What else? Mm. There's some lust thing going on What's when she's like doing that laundry. Envy. Envy. Is that one of them? Envy. Yeah, I think envy's one. Um, what happens in seven? What are the other two? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. <laughs> this is our we're so help smart. me, David like, this Fincher. Is our, we don't know anything about religion. We just know like no. what happened in seven. That's how, <laughs> that's our point of reference. Um, I do like just back to the film uh, with the daughter when when he gets Pride. scared because of the woman on fire and he gets all dirty. She comes to visit him to bring him his clothes. And I just kind of love that scene of like he's so like beaten down there, and he's just like, yeah. just give me my clothes and leave. You know what I mean? He doesn't really want to look at it. He though. doesn't he's want her rude. to yeah. see him looking. Yeah, defeated, you know, being. I feel defeated. bad though because she's like, oh come on, dad, like just here, take them. Like I know you shit yourself. Like here you go. Like, Here's some <laughs> but also, boxers. why does she just bring boxers and an undershirt? Like why not? Because he shat himself. Uh, maybe because they have That's uniforms. All you need. At the, seems like he would need a whole outfit. Because they have uniforms at the at the precinct, maybe. So he just needs okay. the undershirt. Fair but, point. Fair point. I don't know, but yeah. And she's like, you didn't eat. Uh, please, did you eat? You know, and she like she cares about her dad. I've, I've yeah. yeah, I've seen this sort of story with a young girl, kind of independent, you know, caring for dad. But you know, dad's sort of like 
not taking care of himself. Yeah, that's uh, 10 things I hate about you. Yep. And I was going to say clueless, too. Yeah, I was about to say clueless. (laughs) That's too close. Nate. We get it. You guys grew up in the 90s. Well, look at this. Whatever. We got comparisons of like rom-coms to horror. That's beautiful. Look at that. Yeah, that's what we do. This movie is just like clueless. (laughs) It even has a Paul Rudd. (laughs) They're practically the same movie. She drops she drops her hair clip here too, which I, I guess is like kind of important. I guess she she bought it in the it store. It is because like later. the woman in white, she only takes things that's above a person, while anything that is a demon takes stuff from below. So the you'll shoes, notice that yeah. like yeah, oh. the shoes in the wall. So that's okay. kind of how you can differentiate what each person is uh Okay. Doing it, play. That's what the yeah. hair clip meant later yeah. on. Yeah, and that's yeah. what's so great though is when you see her hair. That's clip like a cultural final in, and then you the dad seeing the hair clip on the ground, just being like, "Well, I can't trust her. I have to yeah. trust the shaman that yeah. called me." He thinks that just possession of the the personal belonging means that they are like casting the curse. But according yeah. to IMDb trivia, the woman in white taking things from the top half of, half of the body is protective. Mm. Whereas taking things from the lower half of the body is like casting the curse. Got it. Interesting. So, so, so the, the shaman, show. the shaman experience, uh, uh, locust, right? So yes. that's from God, right? So that that's one of the, uh, were they real though, was or was that just an illusion? To yeah, him? I think it was corner. all in his head. Yeah. I mean, well, cause no, it's still in the window that. after, but then, but after like that a could third be his watch, perspective. Yeah, you're yeah, right. For, for like a third watch, but that's coming from God, correct? Because he he. I didn't know they were locusts. The, the famine. They were it like seemed like locusts. I they were or moths. Something. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were moths. Or whatever they were. Bugs. They were supposed to symbolize locusts attacking, is what I figured. Yeah. Um, and then what I love about that is him making the phone call to the dad, and you're still like, I don't know whose side I'm on right now, like. To the Can we very talk end. about that shaman too? Um, yeah, let's... he's like the Steven Seagal of shaman. He had this. <laughs> he he kind of is. Thing <laughs> he's a sexy shaman, all right. <laughs> yeah, bro, his leather jacket and his turtleneck. He Dude, wears the diaper as well. He drove fast too when he gets there. Like enter it... shaman. He's like enter. I kind of viewed him as like the Joel Osteen of shamans. Like he's, he's got he's like a real shaman. He's like though. kind like, of too well dressed, and like he still knows his shit. I feel like. Can you imagine Joel Osteen dipping his face in blood? I would. Mm. I wish I could see that. I he does that behind that. the scenes, though. I would love this guy to performs see that. well. I'll tell you that he does. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. Like this whole scene with the the uh, ritual. The shaman off, yeah. The shaman off, awesome. Dude, sounds Jewish. I know that's racist. I don't (laughs) know what the shaman was trying to accomplish. I guess was he trying to? Well, he was doing the the death hex, right? And he thought he's doing it at the Japanese guy, who he thinks is the main bad. But why would he be him and the Japanese guy are in cahoots? Yeah, that's the whole thing. You think they're they're in cahoots? He's taking the pictures. Yeah, that's how he gets the pictures. There's a deleted mm-hmm. scene where those two drive off into the sunset the or something like from that. The other shaman, like in Mandy, <laughs> just yeah, like Mandy. Like Mandy. He, gets, he gets the picture from the They're other such shaman. Nerds. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, so like, like his those two partner. are in like cahoots. His, his helper because he's got that. He's got the uh, the thing that he drops with the pictures in it at the end. Yep. Is that what that's supposed well, to? Well, he ta- yeah. he takes a picture of all the dead people in in our main character's house. You know, as everybody's yep. dead, he takes that's the pictures. him documenting it. Yeah, and then. He, when he was puking 
as the woman in white approached him, that was like good versus evil, essentially. Yep. Yeah. And yep. like that scene was she rad. was winning at that point. Like she mm-hmm. genuinely like scared the shit out of him. And like, oh, God, she I hung love the that little protect flower thing over the doorway yep. to catch the thing. And you know. yeah, but what about their showdown? Because they were actually having one like the Well, so but I, I, I don't this quite know where... the answer to that. But the ritual was not completed. Yes. No, it wasn't completed. And that's and when so, you see the, the that's other, right. Because that's when because you see the, the dad says get up again. stop because the daughter's like, you know, the daughter's like just so maybe out and she's in so much pain. But I maybe feel the like shaman, that's the daughter knowing like the shaman's trying to do something evil to me. Please make not, him stop. Super elaborate, though. I don't know. Maybe he was trying. Maybe he was deliberately hurting the girl in the ritual so that the dad would tell him to stop. He was definitely like, knowing that he couldn't though, bear it. Connected that, to be honest. I yeah. always thought that the other shaman was. New, like, was an actual shaman, but yes, he did get paid to do what he did, but he was off. Like, he was off his game. Like, he, he did not now, um, take properly what he... And he confused of, our main character at the very end as well. One of the other clues is uh, he wears the same diaper as... Uh, he does have a diaper. The Japanese. Yeah. yeah. He does. So the fact he that he wears that, it's just like another, like, symbolism of those two. But I just took it as on a, it. an Asian thing. Like, maybe I, some some people, it's just a style Which is totally fair. with. Yeah, and like I, going I commando think, sort of, but just with a little protection in the front. I don't know. <laughs> I, I and I also agree with that because it's like like after like once the ritual is broken, um, you know, the Japanese man is is weakened. Yeah, you know, he like gets back like up. like he's he's building up power. You know, I mean, and unless it was he, all a show his... for Jung and his family, but I don't see the point in that. Like you already had, but yeah, and I don't possessed. think they like, would show. I don't think they would show that the the Japanese guy was was actually you know he was weakened by this you know yeah. it, like well, they, the, they they tried to you know throw a curveball at you that okay what the shaman did weakened this man but you know in reality it was like because the ritual was broken that's what weakened him because he didn't he wasn't able to get the full power or like maybe our shaman has his own pictures because they're similar they have similar things that they both do and they're like. There's a gray area where, like, they're not necessarily well. Then again, at the end of the day, the the other shaman is technically a devil or yeah. the devil or yeah. a demon. So, yep. I mean, and then he has his own camera, so he's taking his own pictures anyway. Or did he? I, I think it's That's something true. they're both doing. Like they they yeah. both are. That's why I was like thinking maybe it's at their own. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. But it's interesting. I didn't see. I didn't connect them. I thought they were adversaries, and that just the our shaman was off his game. You know what I mean? Like he was not as good. If I well, had to first, guess, he was yeah, out of the first time. Well, yeah, that's what first, I thought uh, up until the end. Yeah, yeah the first ghost, time watch, you're going like, like oh yeah, they're they're battling each other, good good versus evil, and it then you've got this way. woman. Yeah, a woman. And I think what they're doing is they're battling the woman essentially, or at okay. least the Japanese man is, because she's still hanging out in the woods near his yeah. hut. And she also tries to show because we see her early on when she's throwing rocks at the police, and yep. I took I took that as a biblical allegory. Let he without sin cast, cast the, the first, first stone. That's exactly yeah. right. And there's that biblical part in the beginning, too. Uh, the little bit of text. Oh, yeah. The... I forgot about that. I completely. I don't remember. What, what does it say? Says. Yeah, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Do you remember? I, I was I was like, Jacqueline, I'll handle that. I just wrote the little <laughs> biblical number at the beginning. I liked. Oh, uh, really Jacqueline. Fast. I mean, your yes, shit of, together. Of course, I know that y'all talk real slow for a minute. It went really fast. <laughs> well, the subtitles at that part too. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's just because it was English and it was like 
Was it like Luke or something like that? Also, names were different in my translations than they were in IMDb. Yes, now I remember what it said out of my own brain. Yes, Um, you did. It opens with the biblical quote from Luke 24, 37. See my hands and feet that it is I myself. Touch me and see for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see that I have, which Mm. is exactly what the Japanese man says, except he says a ghost. Mm. spirit uh, Interesting. i like that yeah. transformation at the end too in that cave Aren't you glad i remember that so good yeah i'm so glad yeah Wait, I'm glad getting... you know just lock everything in <laughs> through the magic of editing <laughs> yes <laughs> no peek uh, behind the curtain here yeah nope nope not gonna happen uh what else ah oh, man. man i got a lot there's but... a lot <laughs> Like I said at the beginning, there is so much to chew on in this movie. I mean, it's just, again, it's almost overwhelming. I think it really is. Um, It's definitely a hard one. (laughs) Oh, that the dude in the in the uh, hospital who ends up dying and choking with the the respirator snaps through his skin and all the blood through the mask. It's so disturbing. It's painful. And his partner, another victim. Yeah, him and his partner go out to uh, eat after that because they're just like, they don't know what to do. They're drinking soju, it looks like. <laughs> and they just notice like something's off with the town. They notice people having drinks. The lady with the rash and that jacket. Why was that mm-hmm. jacket? She wasn't the same woman as the ghost. No. Correct? Um, the and I think to mean something? because was... that woman was having the rash, then the woman took the jacket to protect her at that point, to cast the mm. protection. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, this movie is and an onion. The There's just so many layers. I know. <laughs> yeah, and the but, fact yeah. that also it's in another language and we're like different cultures. We're not stuff part coming. of the yeah, culture. There's so many different things going on. Some of it is dealing with the folklore. And I don't know if Catholicism deals with There's definitely some South of that Korea sure. or not. Because I mean, we do have a... Yeah. Is, is Deacon Catholic? I don't know. I think Jacqueline bringing up the whole history of of the japanese invading korea you know just adds even more to this nate i think it just adds so much more to this movie it's just like not even realizing that it's like okay i they call them a racial slur but i I was like okay so they're just you know they they don't want an uh an outsider coming into their village but knowing that adds so much more to it Yeah. yeah The guy playing the deacon, too. Town. The character's name was Two Three. Yeah, yeah. The, the the like, that's your like real a name, Two Three. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was the easiest name I've written down so far. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, good at Korean. <laughs> when they rally up everyone to go attack the Japanese man's uh, hut, mm. and then we finally have, like, I guess, a reawakened corpse come back to life. And uh, how that got a little weird. Well, it's just like all of them reacted in a way that I think we would though. Like, oh God, what do you do? We only brought sticks. One of them <laughs> brought a chainsaw. Why didn't that motherfucker use the chainsaw? I saw the, the one guy brought a cone. Yeah, like it took That's them forever. This is the moment where they should have brought some weapons because they were like going to fuck shit up. That's where you bring yeah. the weapons. Like you don't just storm some guy's house with like a couple of sticks you found along the way. Like, <laughs> we'll find our weapons along the way. Don't worry about us. Like, no, grab something. No, from home. That's what you do when you're a kid. You're like, this is a big stick. This is my Did you stick. See too, gonna... When they get ready to go, like the stuff they throw in the back of the truck, there was like a bone. Someone threw there a bone. Was like a... <laughs> bone. There was like a bone. Someone threw like a yeah. bone with some meat on it or something. 
Hey, man, oh, for the you're dog. Just getting the kids together. For the dog. That makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah. for the dog. Yeah, no, it does make sense. Gonna, yeah. Oh, no, wait. The dog was dead by then. Yeah, dog was dead by then. Yeah. But that was the third time even, we had gone back to his place. Hmm, after they killed the zombie and the desperate chase to get to the Japanese man, and when they can't find him after the cliff, and the way that the fodder's just like falling down, crying, like, I need to catch him. I need to protect my little girl. It's just like, God, I feel for this guy. Like, I hope he's right yeah. in wanting to get this person that this is an evil entity that has attacked him, you know? But and and Nate, I disagree. I disagree a little bit because it's like you still have a little bit of sympathy for the Japanese man because oh, and that's what's he, so great because he's yeah, like he it shows us his perspective yeah. in yeah. moments it, it, in this scene. It shows him looking like sweaty and terrified and like being like, hunted. Yeah, and yeah. he's like well, and he falls, falls, falls and busts his leg, like and breaks his leg or something yeah. like that. It and shows him in like, like anguish and like yeah. fear, and it's like why like. So during it, this moment, I had a with moment our, with the audience's head. I had a mm -hmm. moment where I thought I understood what was going on here, and I was like, "Oh, when the Japanese guy finally, like, he his body flies into the truck and he's dead." And it was like, "Well, wait a minute, he was just at the oh, so he must have they're supposed to believe that he fell down the mountain maybe, and then just happened to hit their truck." You know what I mean? But then we see the lady in white in the background, yeah. right? So I'm thinking, "Oh, she threw him," and in my mind, I'm thinking, "Oh, what if he was like possessed?" I was thinking he was possessed by her. And in this moment when he fell and broke his leg and everything, that's actually uh, like some Japanese guy who's no longer possessed, who's like running for his life mm -hmm. because they think he's the culprit. But now she's mm -hmm. loose, right? She's out of his body and she disposes of his body before he can come back to life. I didn't realize that was a thing, you know? So I'm like, oh, so now she's free. Now she's going to use another body, like maybe the daughter's or whatever. She's, she's gotten rid of the, the guy that she was using. The Japanese guy is like her vessel. But then it turns out like, there's a lot more going on than that well, other. Like, yeah, but that would have been totally plausible too. I think. Yeah, yeah. that's like, what I was getting. Possible. I was like, oh, I forgot what the ending was about. To be honest, but then when they dump the body, it cuts to the shaman. He's like, ah, the fool fell for the trap or something like that. Yeah, and you and think he's like, talking about the you, the yeah, Japanese exactly. guy, but it, I think he's really talking about the he's other actually. Guy. So that's what made me think dad. like, oh, he was able yeah. to get the the lady out of the shaman. So now she's like vulnerable ah, because gotcha. her ghost state is like outside of her host, you know, body or whatever. That's what I well, thought he meant when the oh the fool fell in the trap like I yeah was, and the shaman saying it he's looking at the mountains as where this is yeah. allegedly happening he's yeah. looking right at it and and you're like whoa okay but that's also, the way you know those two are spiritually connected in some way like yeah be nice to know what or how but I also kind of like also, the mystery. who do we think the ghost is the ghost woman yeah I, I just think she's a, a protector that's where I feel like folklore that we don't understand from South Korea probably plays in. Yeah. But I feel like that is just like I wasn't um, sure if she was a previous the equivalent or something. of an of an angel, I guess. You that's could say. that's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking an angel because she disappears. Yeah. As she's she's always in white. Yeah. So she's explained. They go into the burnt down house and she's explaining things, you know, yeah. and the way they shot after the Japanese man fell off the cliff. Mm -hmm. Is that the way they shot that is like like she's almost blurry in the background. Well, she's an angel yeah. on your shoulder almost, you know? Exactly like, right. That's what yeah. it looks like. And oh yeah, it's true, because he's in the shot and she's right behind yeah. him over the shoulder. Mm -hmm. And the one mm -hmm. thing too, though, is just like she doesn't fully explain everything out to him. And I feel like that's another reason why you could say it's like angelic is just someone that doesn't fully know how to be like dude just listen to me and slap him once you or might twice. not be able like, to do that you know what i mean she yeah exactly so, so much it's well, just she has that like 
Yeah, she has that line at the uh, towards the end of the movie where she's like, "Listen for the rooster to crow three times." You know, and then no, it's just safe. wait for it. Just just wait for it. Yeah, know? stay um, with me. She holds yeah. onto his hand. That's yeah. when we see like her ghostly, powerful state. enough. Yeah, because it's like Especially, she's in the moonlight all of a sudden, and like, we get to actually see what she looks like when something. she screams no, and like the way at her face and the way uh-huh. her eyes look in that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they didn't go like hair in the face, uh, you know, fucking like sort of Japanese style or like yeah, you know, Asian ghosts look. Um, because we've gotten a lot of that. Like I think keeping her mostly like Samara. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jacqueline. No, that's good. I named her that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that you named your daughter that. <laughs> I'm glad you think it's funny. Well, I just think I like the amount of people probably don't know. That it, what it's from, you know what I mean? Too like I know. her grandparents probably been like, "Oh, that's a beautiful name." They have like, no yes. idea. <laughs> Joey knows though, and he's actually yeah, okay yeah. with it. Believe it or not, he's like, "That's fine." That's fine. That's fine. No, I right, think whatever. This is the well, part of the it, film. It's where also it's a thing. Hebrew name, and you know he's Jewish, so it's like, okay. Yeah. It's oh, all right. There you go. It works. It worked out. I think this is where the film gets, especially on a first view, could seem a little convoluted, or it's not really that bad, but it's just um. There's a lot going on towards the end. It's just uh, a lot, and it's just like, lot. who do I trust? What yeah. What am I supposed to believe? We're introducing mm-hmm. new newer characters, like the lady in white. We've alluded towards her, but then she finally comes into play. Yeah. Well, and also, Japanese there's guy. a lot of like cutting back and forth between various elements of the story. And to be honest, I did find that a little bit hard to follow. But you know, I, I hung on, and I feel like it paid off in the end. But it was mystifying throughout yeah. like there was and that's, just a lot of jumping back and forth this movie demands a second watch it, it really mm. does because like after watching it again it's like okay now that i know how this all plays out like this is working so much better and just like so much more eye-opening to the powers that be i guess they're playing i agree yeah, yeah it's like- I- hundred percent. I agree with that. You know, I, I love I love the jumping back and forth because when you see the Japanese man in the cave and you see his nails getting longer and longer, oh, and they do that. That pan was out sick. Shot. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. And he's obscured from the camera, and then and, like, and the way he's he's almost seducing the deacon. Mm-hmm. Where he's just yep. like he's like you know, just reveal yourself to me and I will leave. You know, just like yeah. being very forceful with it. But then he has that great line. He has that great line, though, when he's like, what makes you who think says of? I'm going to let yeah, you leave? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Like, yeah. If you're thinking like, oh, this guy's like all fucked up. It's like, dude, this guy is supposed to be dead. <laughs> By all means, twice. Be dead. he's like, clearly healing like himself down in this cave here. He's got this huge gash in his face. Mm-hmm. Like what makes you think he's necessarily like a victim that you're just going to like bully around by yourself? The- like, that bitch should be dead. I'm gonna go check on it. What's yeah. this light over here? He hid from me like a hobbit earlier when I was trying to look over the cliff. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> let me get his ass. I got a sigh. I got this. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. I got the Lord. That's on why my side. you throw the sigh first and ask questions later. Yep. <laughs> oh, nice. Really, nice, my uh, old saying. Nice ask camera, Steven Seagal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He is like Steven Seagal, man. He had those moves, bro. He had the kimono on, and he was doing karate moves, karate. I'm telling you, man. When he's like knocking those nails into that wooden, yeah, statuette or whatever sensual. you want to say, like sensual. yeah, it was sensual. Some good ASMR. Oh, yeah, he's penetrating yeah. that shit. Yeah, he is. Um. Also, the ritual to uh, exercise the daughter is just to slap her with your sleeve, your long sleeve, on your cool ceremonial robe. That's kind of mean. 
I felt bad for the girl and she's like crying yeah. and screaming back. And that's this is where we're talking about like this great acting for the little girl. Everybody's acting is really good in here. Yeah, like there's I no agree. small parts, honestly. Like they're all the mother in law, everybody, the wife, like everyone plays a part. If there's yeah. someone that you introduce partner and they die later, it's like, oh, it's mm. because the they partner one. Yeah, he killed X, Y, Z. Yeah. And that's what inspires the, the deacon. He's like, I've had it. I'm ah, fuck this. He gets the call about his cousin or whatever. And that's when he's yep. like, I'm going, I'm going to take care of this myself. I'm going to see the old man. If he's Which I love alive. that he decides to take charge and like he's young and vulnerable and it just doesn't work out for him. Like exactly. Yeah. He at least uh, gets that, the devil to show himself finally. Yeah. Yeah. But that's more for the audience. I mean, they, like he thinks yeah, yeah. he thinks he's like so upset and he's got the power of God with him. And then all of a sudden he goes in there and doesn't realize what he's dealing with. And yeah, what goes, he's up against. Yeah, exactly right. And you're just going, whoa. Okay. And having this go back and forth with the father deciding not to listen to the woman in white, getting mm-hmm. back home. And when he enters the kitchen and just the set design is so great. The camera angle is perfect being lower. And you could tell all this bloodbath, the carnage. And you're just like, no. And it's oh, like if he had no. waited like 20 seconds. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. to me, this is tragedy on the level of like the mist. Fuck That's what yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. It's like, this is the mist. He's not even dead. Asshole. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just like, but he didn't know. Like, you can't blame him. Like, yeah. he, he saw the clip. He thought she was the one. Like, you, you can't blame him. Like, he did not know who to trust, just like we didn't know who to trust. But, but like, that's no, what but, makes this. It, it makes them. I know it, it makes the movie so brilliant because, again, as the audience, first time watch, you're like, I don't know either. Yeah. You, don't, you don't blame him. No. Now, at the same time, like, internally, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to trust the woman more because that just feels safe, you know? Like, I. Uh, believing that like i guess a higher power would be a woman instead of a man like i just i don't know i believe that a a woman would not want to betray me like a a guy would i guess i don't know yeah but think of all the horror movies we've seen with evil ass women in them you know like well that's true but then all the final girls as well like sigourney weaver (laughs) our icon sigourney weaver you mean yeah that one (laughs) steven and leo (laughs) (laughs) no i and the thing is is i understand the father's struggle of like he doesn't know what the fuck to do i mean again you're absolutely right nate it's like yes i'll believe this woman in white um you know he should have put two and two together you know as they were doing this ritual the daughter saying make him stop make him stop you know but he's also thinking that there's something possessing his daughter and it's just like you know, it's such a mind fuck for him that he's Poor like, dude, is in a, a battle thing. as an audience too. We know that we've seen exorcism movies. It hurts the person who's being exercised, right? Sure. So we're like, let it yeah. go. It's but it's like, you don't know what the right thing out. to yeah. do is like, exactly. is that the demon talking? Is it the exactly. demon getting wounded and threatened? Mm-hmm. Or is that the person actually being hurt? Yep. Like in a, in a way that's going to be fatal to them. You don't know. That's the thing. Like, that's so painful. It's like when you don't know what the right thing to do is. And you, you know, see her do movies. It, it's it, like, it's so obvious what you should do. And you get to scream right. at the characters for doing the obviously wrong thing. But this is not that. Right. And Jacqueline, you know? I, I agree with you hundred percent. You know, some of the contortions that she did was, was, you know, a little theatrical, but she never really changed her voice. It was like, just her, like, like, you know, being a little shit, like calling her dad. Say, she's turning to an asshole. That's all. 
And that's it's all. Like the, that's the, called puberty. Like, the possession yeah. in this is like a virus. But you didn't, so you didn't hear her voice go like, yeah. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Oh my yeah, God. Exactly, exactly right. It, you know, you didn't Whoa, hear you that. Whoa, you speak English? Wow. <laughs> Your mother sews socks for hell? What? In hell? <laughs> that's nice of her. I know. She's a sweet sweet little Italian lady. I do want to go to that last scene of like in the house. Yeah, let's do it. It it felt like saw to me. It felt like 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 the way it was shot because it was so dark, but you just saw illumination across. Oh my god! I mean, it just. I like the moment where he's approaching the doorway. Yeah, yeah. We're getting this noise. You see him pass under the thing, like the little herbs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This that fucking guy, like his emotions turned on. Perfectly. I mean, it was just like it was hard for me. It's it's when he held his wife's face. Like, yeah, that is so gut wrenching. And he's like, "Look at me, please look at me." Yeah, mm. and then like the daughter's just sitting there, like on, on the, the porch. porch. Yeah, bro. yeah. And it's like now done. you know she's it's in the like days, full cycle the comatose now. of yeah. like everyone else. What we've seen from the beginning. Yep. Yeah, and it's, you know, and it's like there's something so shocking about seeing all that blood splashed on the walls but you don't see the bodies yet yeah um, you just yeah. know some You're shit like, went oh. down yeah and to somehow You're hoping that's someone's worse. okay you like maybe yeah, it's just like, the mother-in-law maybe the, yeah maybe it's only one of them <laughs> she's old it's okay and the yeah. other one's hiding somewhere and it's maybe they, yeah maybe it's just well, and that's the last thing, i saw you, her she was picking out in the fridge and that's the thing you kid yourself right like you like yep. even when the the evidence is like overwhelmingly against you like i think human <laughs> beings are very skilled at like finding any little sliver of possibility and holding on to that like because otherwise you have no hope and then like all is lost you know but like maybe there's a half of one percent that somebody maybe somebody's still alive and but we like really what it is we're good at is kidding ourselves yeah. And just that last moment of speech, too. He's like, he utters something like, everything is going to be okay. Daddy is going to. Daddy will. Oh. Uh, he can't. Like, yeah. Kind of what he was trying to say heart. to her when she has her nightmare that, that moment yep. in the, earlier in the film. And then there's the hospital moment, too. There's a couple emotional moments between him and her. Dude, that they, destroyed it, my heart. And he's like picturing being on the swing yeah. together or whatever. Oh, like, yes. Comes, that final shot of those two on the swing is yeah. so like beautiful. Because she comes back from the hospital so and they sadder. have that reunion moment that's like super happy and you're like, oh god, he got his daughter back. And then like yeah. I looked at the, I, at that moment I was like, there's 37 minutes left to this film. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's that's no exactly... way this is the happy ending. Yep, oh, that boy. is exactly. Yeah. It's like when it's... Naomi Watts rescues Samara out of the well yep. and you're like, oh, there's still half an hour left. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> god damn it. I'm like. There's something about like Korean horror movies that just hit in such a way that like they have crafted how to perfectly execute a horror movie and tell an emotional story that sometimes we lack in American or we try to make like bombastic. And it's like, no, nah, yeah. they they just I don't know, they, they rip your heart out and yeah, they, they seem to be really it. in touch with their feelings. They yeah. also don't distinguish. I, mean, I guess like they've, genres, all right? just... like they've all been to therapy, like Nate. They've all been to therapy. Nate, I, I'm glad you brought that up because this movie inspired me to pick another movie later this year, and I'd love to have you on for the show. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm here for totally all not the looking at the spreadsheet horror. right now. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be train to Busan. Oh, I would love oh, to do that. I'm gonna cry. Um, I am too. That one of the few horror movies I've ever gotten emotional to. John, it's now, train, train, not cry, cry. Okay, I'm just kidding. Funny. If you, that's if funny. you guys ever do, I saw the devil. I'm just gonna invite yes. myself in. All right, we, Actually, we are doing fuck. that. <laughs> yeah, we are doing that. Ah, I'm getting um, all the Korean horror. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, 
we may or may not have picked that for later in the year. May or may not. Yeah, have. we may have something coming up. Uh, oh, feature that. Um, March Madness. I forgot what I was Sorry, about to say. Sorry. Oh, we were talking about just the Korean uh, cinema in general. I, I, we've, we've talked about how like they don't really seem to like. Um, be roped in by just like one genre when they make yeah. a movie. They, do several, several they, they also the length of their films too. They don't worry if it's a long film. If the story needs to be two and a half hours, it is like. And that's what a lot makes of their films along. Hard to recommend this movie to people outside of horror because, like, I feel like people should see this damn movie. Yeah. But I also understand. Hey, you gotta read a two-hour and forty-minute movie. Um, I get it if you don't want to sit down for that long, but it's worth it. <laughs> like, it's absolutely worth it. Yeah, I agree. I, I I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to the casual horror fan, but like somebody that really enjoys horror, like to expand your horizons, I would absolutely suggest this. I, it, but, you know, give the caveat of, listen, give yourself some time to watch this movie and absorb it. Because, be in the right I mean, mindset. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it, you can't be in a sad state of mind to watch this movie because it's going to make you even sadder. Ooh, it, yeah. It's going to put you into a depression. Like Jacqueline, I mean, Jacqueline being a mother, it's like like some of those scenes really hit you hard, right? Like where it's just like, yeah. whoa, that was like a gut punch. Yeah, like I, I needed to be able to hug my kids after watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, could, I couldn't watch this if I were like on a business trip or something alone in a hotel room. I'd be like, I need to hug someone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like I needed well, to be able to like hug my kids after this. And, and as silly as ser- uh, silly as that sounds, that's serious because it, it yeah. hits home because it, it it's so real. It's not you know, I, I keep using the word theatric or theatrical, you know, mm-hmm. be, because it felt real. There, there there was, you know, real feelings, real emotion, real kind of like silliness to it. Because kudos I mean, that's to what it, life is. For being re- kudos to it for feeling real, for being about uh, uh, a fantasy subject, I guess you could say, of like sure. possession and stuff, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. ah, this isn't going to really happen, but you feel so emotionally connected to all these characters that like you buy into it, which is that's the oh. hard sell. And well, and, that's, and we've all talked about it. You know, the acting in this is phenomenal across the board. You know, there's yeah. no wasted character in this movie. It's no. it feels so it feels real. It feels natural. It doesn't feel like, you know, you're just watching some two and a half hour long movie and going, oh, okay, yeah, I'm entertained. No, I mean, you, you you get guttural feelings about it, you know, whether it's the gore, whether it is, you know, the, the relationship between the dad and the daughter. I mean, there, there are so many things about this movie. There's so much to chew on. There's so much like juice in this fruit that you can just drink it all day yeah. long. And yeah. Jacqueline, I highly recommend watching it again. You'll, I definitely want to. I feel yeah, like yeah. I, I actually feel a little bit bad because I feel like whatever rating I give it tonight is going to be lower than what I would give it upon a second watch. Probably. Yeah, I, and you know? don't so feel, I feel like it's not going to get it quite yeah, get its don't due feel, for me. Yeah. Don't, I, I don't feel bad because I did review this movie in a previous life and I gave it a lower score than I'm going to give it tonight. Yeah. And it makes sense. Not, I mean, yeah, not spoiling it, but I mean, it's just like, I felt so much more about this movie watching it. Well, I guess it'd be my third time. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I told Hyderberg because the 4K just came out. I was like, ah, mm-hmm. I don't need to buy the 4K of this because like I feel like 4K movies to me are more like old school movies that, you know, have found new life with new pictures and so forth or like a really crazy action movie, you know, like John Wick. Um, mm-hmm. 
But I was like, ah, screw it. I'll buy the 4K. Why not? And then, like, I'm so glad I did because, like, it's just 10 times more gorgeous with all of those scenery, with the woods, you know, the mountain shots and all that. It's just like, God, I'm glad I bought this version. I'm glad that Hydroberg, you know, was said, like, hey, this is the date that we're doing this. It's like, cool. This all worked out for me. I'm totally happy with this. (laughs) I'm also like, I'm so glad I didn't buy the Blu-ray, like, right after I bought, after I saw the movie the first time, like, two years ago, because I would hate to upgrade so soon. (laughs) Well, yeah. and the thing is, is that it, it, we talked a lot about culturally, we don't understand it, but I love seeing like different parts of the world, you know, because yeah. if we know, if we know that a movie's being shot in Arizona, you're going to see mountains, you're going to see cactus or cacti, whatever. Or if you go to Florida, you're going to see palm trees or whatever. Or you're going to see the breath in the cold breath. air, unless yeah, you're breath. silent night. And cheese. Ohio, <laughs> you know, well, you in Ohio, flat, flat um, and trees, you get mud and then your dog brings in all the mud. And you're like, please stop bringing in all the mud. And he goes and jump on the couch because you're trying to get the mud off his feet. You're like, you're bad like, dog, no. bad. Yeah. You're like, please don't jump on the couch. And then there's mud everywhere. You get out the paper towels and you grab his foot. He thinks it's a game. He spins eight times in a row. It flings mud on the walls. You're like, God damn it. That, that's Ohio. Oh, I was waiting to what? see how far Ohio you're your dog. I wasn't. I was just like along for the ride. <laughs> he has a dog named Ohio. I was like, then what happens? <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I think it's, it, it's fantastical to me to, to see this because it's like it's real, <laughs> and it's like I've never experienced it. I've seen pictures. I've, you know, I've looked on the internet. Oh, this is what Korea looks like, but the way it was shot, it just felt. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. You were immersed in the movie. You, mm-hmm. you, you felt a part of it. Absolutely. It feels genuine. Um, yeah. Something like, you know, like a movie like Fargo or something like that, you know, where you, it feels like oh, yeah, that's like Fargo place is, is a yeah. character in that movie. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And I think this yeah. village is sort of like that for this film, too. Yeah. Same. We, yeah. yeah, I agree. Well, and I also I think, think what? Oh, no, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was no, say, hold I on. It's... Hold on real quick. I'm just noticing Hyderberg. You've got horns on the on the top of that building. There's horns. The it was Hyderberg all along. It Wait, was. no, no, no. I guess you I didn't think, realize that before. Did it have like, horns, yeah, there's horns on there? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Sorry. Continue. Go ahead, Hydrobert. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. You wanted to get in the re- reviews? I Yeah, I was I yeah. was thinking we should probably kind of move it along a little bit here. Um, okay. And get into our individual reviews. Is that okay with you guys? You ready? Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, Jacqueline, you picked the movie. Why don't you start us off? Yeah, this movie was really like, how do I say it? It was it was very rich. Melange, if you will. It was a, a melange, if you will. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, like genres and great acting. And like you guys said, there's no small character in here. Um, this sounds stupid, but one of the characters that I that I kind of took notice of was like the man who sells herbs or whatever. And he like he wanted he was so spooked by witnessing the Japanese man in the woods. He was like, I want to I want to close up my shop and move away yeah like i want to move to seoul i'm like god damn because you can tell that um jungu doesn't like quite believe him or like isn't fully on board with that but like the fact that this man is like he wants to he's motivated to uproot his life and get out of there like that's very compelling as to what he he hasn't been able to sleep since yeah and so it's like you know if somebody's trying to like close up their business like that's not just like oh i maybe i saw something like that man saw something and so like to me it's just that's like a subtle moment but it's like it makes the whole this 
unbelievable scenario more convincing you know what i mean it's just like a, a minor thing but that's you know that's what we've been talking about is this attention to detail and like meticulous writing and crafting and um like plotting everything out so that I, I again I know if I go back and watch this I'm gonna see so much more and I I look forward to that I just you know like everything really was kind of a surprise to me on this watch and it didn't really come together like I, I couldn't really kind of like zip it all together until you know the end and even then that's like kind of the the major components but I know that upon subsequent watches it'll be like oh that oh now i get that okay that makes sense oh that's another layer wow you know um but yeah it's rich it's there's a there's so much going on um i will admit that it felt a little um overwhelming just with so much going on and a lot of back and forth i mean you should see my notes they are all over the place like (laughs) just it's a mess um but i but you know what i enjoyed every second of it I enjoyed every second of it, even when I wasn't sure what was going on. It was beautiful and I was invested. And like, what more can you ask for? Right. So, um, you know, I don't I don't have any like nitpicky things to say, really. Um, Just that it's, you know, it's it's a little bit of a puzzle box. It's like a gorgeous puzzle box. And, you know, Joey is the kind of person who once he's seen a movie, he's done like he doesn't need to revisit it. And I am absolutely the opposite. Like. I like to watch a movie over and over and over. I like to be in a place where I like have memorized the movie. That's that's where I like to be with movies. And I feel like this might become one of those movies for me. Um, and and I hope that it will sort of continue to reveal itself to me. So I don't know. Like I I I almost feel like I don't know how to like review this movie like I usually do. So. <laughs> um, other than just to say it was like a beautiful puzzle box. So I'm going to give this movie nine out of 10. Oh shit. I forgot to think of a unit. Um, I'm going to give this movie 10 out. I mean, nine out of 10, uh, shit. Um, writhing goats. Okay. I feel like it deserves better than that, but it's just writhing goats. It deserves with the better flowers. than that. I may revise. Berets or Brett's. Brett's. Um, yeah. Okay. What about, what about, what about Steven Seagal shamans? Oh, okay. Let's go with Steven that. All right. I will nine out of ten. Steven Seagal shamans. Ooh, I okay. like that one. Nine Good out blast. of ten. Steven Seagal shamans. Yes. I saved it. Okay. Saved the day. That's what Thank Steven you. Seagal would have done. That's what I thought. Well, I thought Hydra to myself Berg. in this situation. Well, I saw Jacqueline struggle, and I said, "What would Steven Seagal do right now?" I mean, Hydraberg. <laughs> I have always thought of you as the Steven Seagal of this podcast. So, uh, thank you. He's a poet. Right? You're always <laughs> trying to sell shitty energy drinks too. It's so. Oh weird. my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I spray my hair on every morning. <laughs> yeah, and when you fight, you just sit in your chair and go, "Come over here, come get yeah, some." Of course, it's all about defense. But I yeah, anyway. Mark <laughs> always talks like this. Yeah. Oh, all right, he's so Nate. scary. Yeah. Nate, would you like to go next? Sure. Um, God, you know, a good movie is when it invokes emotion and it sticks with you, and you're just like, I can't wait to watch it again and experience it again and I'm show it to the world basically and just keep talking about it to basically you hyper fixate on it and people are like all right Nate shut up leave me alone but you're like <laughs> no, about I your wiener or the movie this. both 
because they're both long, baby. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> nice, bro. Nice, nicely done. Well done. Walked into that one, sir. That one up perfectly. Oh, Talk good. about good work, <laughs> sir. Good work. Yeah. That was a softball that got knocked out of the park right oh, yeah. there. Oh my god! But um. God, like this movie invokes so much emotion. I don't even have a kid, but like when the dog dies, I want to pet my dog. I'm like, oh, mm. no, don't, you know, um, oh, no, don't. Uh, it, it fascinates me that something like this can work and be pulled off when, you know, it's, like I said, it's a hard sell at two and a half hours long and you got to read a movie like that's not an easy feat to get by. It's beautifully yeah, directed. Charlie. Yeah, come on, Charlie. Read a damn movie every once in a while. And also, the movie came out in 2017, so he won't watch it for like 10 more years, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> also, um, like we said, the acting is incredible. Um, I think as far as like demonic movies, like this is top tier. Like This is kind of the way that you should like shoot for and that the movie takes the risk and wanting to take you along this journey, and it's just the character development of our main character this cop and seeing he be being this lovable buffoon to you know a desperate father just willing to do anything like the man at the beginning of the movie would never in my opinion terrorize a japanese man's home you know he would never kill his dog like that's the extremes that he is pushed to and what he believes will help his family and like you believe it um even down to growing up in a small town and this being a small town, like I, I get these characters. Like I understand when you have people that are scared of change or anything like that. Uh, but for me, like this is a, a gold standard in horror. This is one of the best horror movies probably in the last two decades. I, I think where we're at right now of horror movies is like somewhere I never thought we would be, you know, like we have had some excellent stuff come out in the past 10 years. So I, it's just, it's a ten out of ten for me. Like I, I love this movie, and yeah, like it's solid, solid recommend. And I hope everyone will give this a listen and give it a try. I hope. Please listen to us, please. So that, that's all I got. John, dear, dear John, <laughs> mm. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. Everything Nate said was absolutely right, Jacqueline. Everything you said was absolutely right. I know you got to watch this movie again to to get more appreciation of it but this movie i i know heidelberg's a little more critical than we are but i don't think he's gonna have a lot of criticisms of this movie but man watching this movie again and seeing it multiple times and like i said i I, i've reviewed this movie before but i got so much more enjoyment like i i felt more emotion from it watching it this time um i'm also gonna give this a 10 out of 10 um, Steven Seagal shamans. Oh, yeah, Steven Seagal shamans. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, you're absolutely right, man. I, I do like this movie. I, I can't criticize it. I can't say something bad about it. Okay. Oh. It's two hours and 35 minutes. Fuck it. You know, if I you invest your time in this movie. Yeah. You're talking to a guy. If you're to be like, hey, you want to watch all three Lord of the Rings extended editions today? I'm like, yeah. Obviously, well, I, I, yeah, I got so many hours to kill. Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's very few movies I can sit through two and a half, three hours. You know, I love Casino. I love Goodfellas. You know, it's like all yeah. Scorsese movies. But this to me was like like that that brilliance that Scorsese brings out. You know that there's not narration in this movie. It's it, it's, it, it's all 
But yeah, well, but it's all character driven. It's not just like one person. This is what's going on. You get that that the little excerpt at the beginning of the movie. I bet you're Luke. curious how we got to this situation. <laughs> yeah, Let me tell exactly you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like, my name's Sam. It all Rothstein started when my daughter and... died and got uh, uh, exactly right. But I mean, it's like you don't have any of that. But you just it, it's all built on character. It's all built on. Mm real life and okay so maybe it's fantastical of a demon whatever but it's it felt real well that was the the, one thing right john about it being rooted the movie was missing that jason lee thing of like i'm a fucking demon that was the only (laughs) thing it was missing okay well but we're still (laughs) giving it a 10 yeah yeah nice nice dogma reference that's what i do all right so 10 out of 10 from John Deere, Hyderberg Deere. What do you say? Uh, Hydra Deere. Um, <laughs> so some pros. It's a gorgeous film. Stunning to look at. There's from the, the there's like scenic scenes to like just like scenes of disgust. There's scenes of just weird, you know, like we go into that one guy's house. There's like a nest. He created a nest. I was like, it's like, Big Bird in such, there? yeah, such on? weird shit yeah. going on. <laughs> The old man's house, like, uh, I don't like I may not speak Korean, but I know good acting when I see it. And this film, like, has it in spades. Like, everybody delivers. Like I said, there's yeah. no small parts in this film. Like, everybody just does their thing. And like you said, it's grounded. It feels believable. Yes, it's a little outlandish. Like, there's a demon and maybe an angel at play here or something and some shamans and magic. But it's all grounded. It, I believe it. And I'm not of this culture either. So it just makes it like I'm just, yeah, like. It makes sense to me. Like, okay, fine. They you call in a shaman if you think like some weird shit's going on. Like, just like we call in a priest. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing to me. It's like I get it. Um, and this film doesn't do that thing. I think where it's like got some kind of tropey black magic or like it all just fits. Um, and the intrigue of it all too. You don't know. There's so many players uh, at play here. Like these different the the demon guy, the the angel woman, the, uh, his family, his daughter. Uh, you know, I don't know. And then you you speak on these metaphors too of like it might be speaking on the the struggle that they endured because of the Japanese. Like that's interesting. I didn't even think about that one watching this. So um, that's super interesting. That if that's something, I I think it is. Obviously, I think uh, you could definitely pull at that. Uh, this is an emotional movie. It's funny. It's frightening. It's creepy. It's intriguing. I it laughed. Po- I cried. It was better than cats. Oh my god! Yeah, it pulls you in so many different directions. To be honest, uh, the film's writing is very solid. The characters feel developed enough to like, which feels like a genuine story. Like you said, it's almost like we're he- like this happened, and we're now we're just hearing about it. You know, um, the atmosphere and tension of this film they achieve. I admire it. I I think it's really well done. Um, it's a slow. It's it's a little bit of a slow cooker, but it's not too slow, and it's. Even though it's a little slow, it's gravitated, you know, it's around this one character that's charming. And like you said, he's a charming buffoon. And like we're in, we're invested right away in him and his family. And then this other stuff going on. We're just like, what? And we don't know what to make of it. Like you said, it's an onion. I think it's also directed perfectly. This film like there's. Yeah, yeah it's long. Um, And that is a critique of mine a little bit, just as far as like my butt hurt. But, you know. And like you said, you're reading for two and two hours and forty minutes. It, you know, it gets a little tiresome sometimes. But because um, I had to, I had to write notes to it at the same time. But still, that's um, yeah, that's true. But I, I still think like, what if you were like, well, what would you take out of it, Hydra? I don't know. I don't know. 
Like, I don't know if I should either, you know. It's just a gripe, like, oh, yeah, it was a little long. Um, as a con, uh, the film's a human, it's, it's a huge bummer at the end. Uh, that's, I'm like you said, you want to watch it a lot, but I don't know if I want to watch it right away. It's, it's a tough, it's heavy, it's long. You go on this ride, and when you're done, you're just like, oh, my God, there's a lot to unpack, and you, I just feel bad about the whole family, the little girl. I was, like, so invested in her character, um, and it just tears you, it tears at your heart, and that's a good thing, too. But man, it feels awful when you're done with it. You're just like, fuck this movie. But <laughs> that makes it a good movie, you know? Um, I do think the ending gets a little, it feels a little convoluted and hectic, at least on the first watch, I feel like. Even my second watch a little bit. There's like, that's where the film kind of feels a little fast and loose. It's, I mean, all the breadcrumbs are there. Everything's there. But um, I think also maybe because of mix of culture and stuff like that, like I didn't pick up on some of the things. Um, but the stuff that you guys alluded to, like the top and the bottom and the barrette and that makes more sense i kind of wish the ghost woman came into play a little bit more though like she's kind of just showing a little bit here and there and I, I don't know i get that maybe on a third watch i'll pick up some more scenes where she maybe even alluded towards or in that you don't even notice um and like there's some funny parts towards the end that i think undercut the tension a little bit like the drunk zombie scene i thought that one scene when he comes out of the forest it's played for laughs almost it's threatening but at the same time I don't know. It's almost like for laughs. And I, I get there's moments of that in that in the movie. But at that one moment, I felt like everything was starting to come together. I kind of could have done without that one moment. But like undermines the. Yeah, the a little bit. You know, and it's like one more scene of our hero being like Rah! screaming his ass off. You know what I mean? Like, but it it's fun. Well, I thought I, I thought the good thing was, is that that the person that got bit did not he turn back. into a zombie. Yeah, I was expecting that. Like he was gonna be infected yeah. or something. Yep. No. He was gonna get boils. No. No, it's just yeah, it's just I think he's they, just got some yeah, guilt. Yeah, gnarly bite with a disgusting yeah. like ugh. And then he get you know, when his cousin dies, that's when he's like, Fuck this, I'm going back there. Mm -hmm. Uh but other than that, those are all kind of minor gripes anyway. I mean, uh we've said you guys said it all. Uh, like with that said, this this film's a powerhouse. Um so I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it nine out of ten. Uh Steven Seagal Shamans. All room right. to grow yep it's like steven seagal he's still growing as a person <laughs> always i love that we you're the you're on the action podcast and a horror podcast and we got to name steven seagal i know it's so amazing that fits perfectly <laughs> be like we need to do a steven seagal movie now <clears throat> just the is there a steven universe. seagal horror movie uh, there's one where it's he fights vampires. Seagal movies. Yeah, there are some horrific ones. <laughs> <laughs> that counts, Specifically right? Or... Yeah, there's one where he fights vampires. I've been like, hey, we should do that, but I haven't seen it, and I'm afraid How to watch machete? it. Machete. Oh, God, I would love mm. to do Machete. We did it on Cinemigos. Yeah, you, you did. So too, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we definitely rip into him. Punyeta. As you he just says that the whole time. Punyeta. <laughs> That's <laughs> all he so says the whole movie. Terrible. <laughs> that is scary so bad anyway all right well would you guys like to hear a little bit of trivia there's absolutely yeah Fuck yes there's not a ton uh for the the exorcism scene or the shaman ceremony scene uh the actor playing the shaman filmed for 15 minutes without break it's just one long take of him just doing that shit with the fire doing the, and stuff. Doing the, like one cut one oh cut my God. just smacking that little girl in the head with his sleeve <laughs> Exactly, doing his like waving swords like... around her. Yep, yep. Dude, so was he all, was. was. He was one... doing his best, like Raphael. He had size back at his house or something. It looked like too. <laughs> so yeah, that was just one long take. Um, the guy who plays the Japanese man, 
uh, this was his first Korean film in a 35-year career. You may also recognize him as Boss Tanaka from Kill Bill. Yes. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. What? That's so cool. Yep. Tanaka's I didn't recognize him with his head on his shoulders. So that's <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> he gets his head cut off. Sorry if I spoiled Kill Bill for you. <laughs> oh, I love that scene when she goes I, into I love her little rant. feet. If anybody else wants feet. to question my... Uh, ethnicity or whatever she says yeah that's great that used to be my ex-boyfriend's outgoing voicemail message that Mm. little speech so i got to listen to it every time he didn't pick up the phone nice this was in 2004 when people (laughs) no no he was a good ex-boyfriend so no 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 i I enjoy it's like i got to watch a little kill bill every time he didn't pick up the phone it was the early 2000s so people still called each other on the phone Mm. um ari aster has said this is his favorite horror movie of the past 10 years yeah so you know, talk, nice. you know, from one bummer Good filmmaker to another. <laughs> Nate, we're on the same page with Ari Aster. That's right. <laughs> are we? <laughs> we are. We are. What Good. page is that? It's a fucked up page, whatever page is on. <laughs> no, I'm not a it's fan. One of, one of our You don't like Ari Aster? I like Midsummer a lot. I cannot stand Hereditary. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I never understand oh. the hate for that film. Yeah, me uh, you know that's the way you speak about the whaling in this movie is the way I feel about hereditary. The way that she yeah, like dude. swims, it's just there's so many things. I'm like, this is not scary. It's funny. Like, I don't know. Swims? What are you talking about? When she's on she the floats in the air. The, oh, yeah, that. I love yeah. that scene, especially uh, in, the, in the theater. Like you can't see her in the black background for most of it. Like she's. I, I think Tony Collette's character we can't believe at all. I think she's a terrible mom. Like I just uh, I can't stand that movie. She you're becomes supposed a to okay think to that wrong. about her. Yeah, but that doesn't make me like the movie. <laughs> yeah, like I don't believe her. Like I, I like, okay. and then like it's just the, when the kid's head pops off. I'm like, why this kid should be in jail? Why is he still hanging out at school? Like it didn't work for me. Okay. That's what Fair I'm saying. Enough. Okay, Fair enough. I, I can respect Fair that. Uh, okay, the original title for the um, film... I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to give this movie a 5 out of 10. No. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, fuck you, Nate. Retribution. <laughs> fuck you. Damn. It's going on the letterbox, too. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> my letterbox on Hereditary is not nice. Hmm. Oh, well, now I'm going to fall. I just joined Letterboxd. I'm going to follow Collette you. And it's the greatest thing ever to be able to track everything. My God, why have I not done this before? So I've been doing that with my books for about 15 years now, actually, on Goodreads. And I didn't and I kept saying all these years, I was like, oh, I wish there was a Goodreads for movies. And it turns out there is. And I just didn't know about it. So now mm. I know about it. And my New Year's res- <laughs> my New Year's resolution was to actually post everything that I that I watch and rate it on Letterboxd. Nice. So that's my goal. Rob started us one for Cinemigos, and he's going to put like the aggregate of all our scores on there. Oh, that's the cool. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I'll follow. Mm-hmm. I'll follow that. I need to find you guys and follow. Okay. Um, the original title for this film was Goksung, which is the name of the mountain village that the story takes oh, place cool. in. But it's also the Korean translation for the word whale. Like, oh, not like the whaling, whale, but like, you know, ah, that kind of whale. Uh, oh, we were talking about the physical like contortions of the actress who plays the daughter. So she apparently practiced modern dance for six months just to learn how to perform those scenes of being possessed and how to like contort her body in that mm. way. Who does so. to a kid actor doing something how old that was like? She? Yeah, I don't know. I'll look it up. Hold on, let's see. But she's really good. Yeah, she must have been yeah. like 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 maybe seven. And it's a foreign film too. It's like. Been. 
You know what I mean? I'm watching a foreign film in a different language, and I'm and just like still riveted by it. I'm like, she's blowing me away right now. A kid to put six months of dedication into a role? Yeah. That's unheard of, man. Yeah. Yeah, but she, yeah. So let's see. Not since Tony Collette did her wire work and her hereditary. Has anybody she, trained that hard? She must have been <laughs> for a role. <laughs> she must have been 13, I'm guessing. <laughs> Because she was born in 2002 and the movie was released in 2016. So that would suggest 14, but she probably filmed it the year before. So I'm guessing oh, wow. 13. Okay. Okay. She even looks like she's she looks under younger. 10. Yeah, yeah she, she looks like she's seven or eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could say 10. I don't know. Because she's walking around on her own, like back and forth to the house and to a desk. Well, you know, I mean, seven or eight. They filmed this in 2016. That's the 14th point. That's crazy. Well, mm-hmm. well, it was released in 2016, but I don't know when. Oh, was it really? So, so it means I, it was probably filmed in 15. 2015. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I think 13, probably. Okay. Um, and my final piece of information, I just, you know, I like it whenever I can find this. I like to know what the budget was and how much it brought into the box office. This one had a great return on investment. Uh, budget of $8 million. It did 51.3 at the Damn. Uh, box office. Nice. Look at this film that yes. they made with wow. $8 million, though. I know. And the acting that they got and the oh set design. And, I mean, Dude. most of it's all location, right? It looks like all location, really. Godzilla minus one. Way. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You look at that, you're just like, they made this for $15 million? No way. Yep. Like, it doesn't And it blows real. away the big budget Kong versus Godzilla from yeah. last year. From two years. Don't yeah, even speak yeah. of that film here. <laughs> So that's so, that's that's about it. That's all I've got for um, that's all I've got for trivia tonight. There wasn't a ton, so yep. Nice. Well, guys, thanks for talking about the whaling with me. That was super fun. I'm glad. I'm thank really you for glad I picked it, it. Jacqueline. Yeah, I'm, Jacqueline. Thank you. I'm awesome. really glad that I picked it. Um, I really didn't know, like you know, because sometimes there's movies everybody likes and you're kind of like eh, about it, but that, like this one, you know, it lived up to the hype for me. So you've inspired me to pick something else later in the year. I, 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 see, it I, see, I see that on the. I am <laughs> looking at the spreadsheet right now. <laughs> I am going to pick my nose. Okay, go right ahead. I want to see um, Jacqueline cry during friends. the show. What? I want to see Jacqueline cry during the show. I mean, I, I cry with laughter. That sounds won't. really mean, John. I know, right? What yeah, what well, I'm going to cry too. I'm, I'm just grab. saying, I'm going <laughs> to cry as well. Cry on the especially show. when we talk about. I might cry a little while I'm watching that movie, but I, I think I'll be okay on the show. Um, but next week we have something else that's very interesting coming up. Uh, the movie Censor from Hyderberg's selection here. Yeah, from uh 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was a Hulu exclusive, but it's on Hulu. It's been on Hulu since I've seen it. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it was or not, honestly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, you guys, can catch it on Hulu. I've never seen it. Me I either. Could. It's one of those. Sweet. It's just like Upgrade. It's one of those movies that I hear people talk I about, sweet, and I uh, want to see it. Vinegar Wait, Syndrome edition. I'm ready to <laughs> pop it out. Finally, get into it. Oh, what do you got there, bro? What do you got? Oh, oh, you got oh poster, bro? He's got a poster with some no. poster art. It's nice. Bad. Uh, it's oh an interesting God. film, and yeah, I haven't really. That's awesome, it since Yeah, our uh, independent theater over the summer did like a giant like flea market sale mm-hmm. and they literally had posters from 2020 to present and they were selling mm-hmm. for three bucks a piece nice, nice. Oh my God. and they're the so many posters oh uh, like i gotta find room but they're the 27 by 40 so they're huge so i got that saint mod um resurrection and the night house because i adore mm-hmm. those movies 
Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to get Pearl and X, but they were sold out. Yes, yeah, so probably went first. Yeah, Night House was good. Good uh, film. I, I like that. I love that movie. I love Rebecca Hall so much. Yeah, she's she's great. Did you see Resolution? Resolution? I no, called. I think that's what it's called, right? Or Revolution? She's in a movie. Uh, in a movie. She's in a movie. It's called. She's something. in a. She's in a movie. It starts with an R. I know Resurrection. That's the only one I know. Maybe that's it. That's it. I think because yeah, that's the R when I got the poster of it. Okay, that's that's it. a Sorry. creepy movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's odd. I was conflicted with that movie, but I like her. So yeah, it's it's just Resurrection. There's not another one that that's sounds what like it is. that. Yeah, there's one called Permission. Well, Ooh. I don't know. You got it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you lost me. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I did a little. I did a little shimmy. I sounds like know. a fragrance. Permission. Maybe it's sexy. Maybe it's. Do not. you have permission? Oh, it's called consent. Gonna be consent. Yeah, that sounds sexy. Just, I'm gonna make a perfume. <laughs> I'm gonna make a perfume called consent. Uh. <laughs> talk. Let's let's make sure we talk to Grunwe from Perfume. Okay. Mm. A little call back there. Anyway, so sensor sounds like it's on Hulu. So yep. everybody, go watch that. In the meantime, if you'd like to share your thoughts with us about uh, the whaling or sensor or anything else we've talked about recently. Uh, just shoot us an email at cutabovehorrorreview at gmail.com. You can also follow us on X at cutabovehorror. Uh, you can catch us on Instagram at a cutabove, one word, dot horror, underscore review. Hey, Nate, uh, I know that you guys got an episode coming out because we're recording on Monday. Uh, what do you guys got coming out tomorrow? Give me back. Uh, we movies. are doing Brotherhood of the Wolf, the uh, French oh, nice. action horror movie from also a long thousand. Film. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie and Pete were not happy with how long it was. And I was just <laughs> being in. You just. And it's subtitled so. too. It's in French, isn't it? Uh, there's a dub version on. I think the dub version is uh, on Tubi. Yeah. Charlie That's the only version I've ever any. seen of it. Honestly, mm-hmm. like there's a 4K of it I need to get because the DVD has not aged well at all. Like no. that picture is really bad. <laughs> it's streaming. Yeah, I didn't know that until like afterwards. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And where can they find you, Nate? Oh, man, this is where I'm the worst at this. So you want me to bring uh, it up? I can help. We are a weekly podcast where one Mm -hmm. week we're giving back my action movies. And so we do action movies that week. And then the following week, we're giving back my horror movies and we do horror movies that week. And so you can find us on Instagram or TikTok. We have two different Facebook groups and like, well, we have two groups for everything because it's like two podcasts in one. And so you're like, oh, maybe I want a little horror. Maybe I want a little action. Maybe we don't know what we want. Um, So you could follow us. And maybe we confuse them once maybe. in a while. And put the <laughs> yeah, crow maybe as, uh, people. as the Halloween film. I feel like the crow instead, could be a of horror Ernest film for stupid. some people. No, and you know, maybe Ernest Scared Stupid is an action movie because he fights oh, yeah. trolls. Okay. It makes sense to me. Hmm. <laughs> These are Absolutely. the type of arguments we get into on our show. Um, <laughs> and I am not the person to promote it because I am terrible at it. I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe you'll <laughs> listen, maybe you won't. It's cool either way, dude. <laughs> so you did yeah. you did it perfectly. And make yeah, sure that's... that you you follow us on Facebook, a cut above colon horror review and give uh give me back my action in horror movies and good beer bad movies and a cut above horror review those five star ratings on itunes and spotify uh Just yeah Cinemigos think too, there was enough yeah Cinemigos. <laughs> and Cinemigos. so many podcasts out there. god damn it, oh my god. Damn it. definitely not I'm sorry, Seth I of horror, though. all right and this is getting Cinemigos. out of hand
Nate, do you want to take like 60 seconds and tell us why you hate funny games? Oh, okay. So, Jacqueline, you pretty much hit it like hammer on the nail on the head or whatever. But basically the whole (laughs) critique of like uh, horror is bad for people. And like, I don't know. I like back when I was in college, I did like uh, what the fuck you call it? Like uh, public speaking on how like video games and metal do not make you violent. Like and just that movie's whole commentary and like it giving you the satisfaction, but then rewinding it to take it away because you know that's giving into your horror desires or whatever like i don't know i just thought it was super pretentious like yes it's very effective and creepy because it's it's real and how far you can get with politeness but i take issue with being a person of counterculture i guess you could say and always dealing with you know uh being the weird kid you know and what that gets you especially like a millennial so like we're talking from Columbine on life's been kind of weird because, you know, the cool things that I like are not cool to normal people, you know, and just I remember like my mom dealing with phone calls of like Nate's a Satanist and shit like that. It's like, what the hell? Like, so when a director is making commentary uh, and something that I don't feel that he is qualified to make a conversation on, it, it just it really got underneath my skin, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, where it's like, yeah, like. This definitely feels like, like I told you guys in the group chat, like a middle finger to yeah, uh, a horror fan's face. And I just, I didn't appreciate that basically, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if that I've never checked to see if that filmmaker has made like a different horror movie without the commentary. I don't know. Like, but I don't know. It just kind of came across as like a fuck you to horror people. And I just want to be like, well, fuck you back, buddy. How <laughs> you like that, pal? So, dude, I respect yeah. that completely. I understand why, and yeah, I feel like yeah, it's the opposite though, because it's like a, it's a movie that people are talking about in the horror community, like, and that people actually do praise. Even it's though like it's you guys talked nephew. about too, where it's some like people, people who just like go on <laughs> the surface level yeah. of just like, oh, that was a creepy horror movie, but I don't know. So you know what's funny, Nate, is when you said that in the group chat, I hadn't rewatched the movie yet for our podcast, and it had been probably 10 or 12 years since I had watched it. So in my memory, I was like, oh, I like that movie because I remembered the <laughs> because I remembered the narrative part about it, but I did not remember the subtext. The message. Yeah. And so I was like, what is Nate so upset about? Damn. And so, like, lighten up. And so, but then when I watched it again, I was like, well, damn, if he isn't right. Yeah, I knew none of that going in. <laughs> I, I had not remembered that subtext. And so, yeah, I, I, especially like when the, the scene rewinds itself, that was like the ultimate, like, all right, dude, I am done with you. Like, that was so aggravating to me of like what he was doing. So, yeah, what he was speaking. So, yeah. yeah. But I get Kudos it. Kudos to like, you guys for, you know, wanting to revisit that. <laughs> that's the thing. Well, at least that's one what of us frustrates me. Well, and that's what frustrates me about it is that, right. like, I'm without that commentary on his part, it's actually a really good movie. Like, it's a good home yeah. invasion movie. Um, but it's like, I feel like he ruined it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, well, also, yeah. like, home invasion movies, like, drive me up the wall anyway. Oh, for, yeah, like, I know that about like, just, you, but I just, love like, them. Hide in the closet with a shotgun, damn it. Like, that's always my instant reaction. I know. But I, I, I always thought them. Hush was, like, a beautiful oh, home invasion movie. such a good yeah, home invasion a lot of movie. In that one. I love yeah. that movie. So, anyway, well, thank you for uh, for sharing that with us, because I, yeah, I, I forgot the I email. Thought that's what you, well, I thought that's <laughs> what you felt about it, based on your comment in the, you know, the private chat, but yep. Um, I wanted to give you an opportunity to, you know, air that out a little bit. So, yeah, 
All right. Well, fellas, I love y'all. We'll be back. Well, three of us will be back next week to talk about Censor from 2021 found on Hulu. So I'll see y'all. I'll see y'all then. And keep it creepy.